Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, yo, yo. All right, we are live here on the middle on a Wednesday in the middle of the work week. Look at that. We appreciate you spending some time with us over the next two hours. Sounding a little hollow there, bud. Me? Yeah. (laughs) Something's up. What is going down? Sounding a little hollow, but yeah, huh. little uh, little hollow. Really? Just giving you a heads up. The text know. response were hollow last night too. When I was talking Let's about see here. Hold on shake, shake, shake all around. Hold on, I got hold on. I got shake in the studio with I'm me checking, today. I'm, yeah. I'm checking him out. I'm checking him out. Um, hey, hmm. uh, Doc had no choice. He had to go to him. Had to. Look, he's not going to go back to him much. So don't get used to it. <laughs> can you just let I don't me know live? what's going on here. Can you let just me let live Barrett have his day? Right, let no, me live. No, no, and this no. is Barrett's Wednesday. No, it, it should be Ben Simmons' day. Oh, now, screw Ben Simmons. You guys have no freaking, you seriously, no clue what you guys are talking yeah, about. Ben I am, I am in lockstep with Kyle game. Newbeck. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. He won that basketball game last night. Yeah, okay. Good. He and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid won that basketball Shake game Milton along with Shake. Shake a couple of open threes. Ben Simmons did a million times more for that game last night than Shake Milton could yeah, ever do. Well, I'll send ever. him to Portland for for uh, Damian Lillard in a second. Oh, wait a second. Be- wait a second. Ben Simmons sucks, but he's good enough to be traded for Dame Dollar. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. You follow that logic. Yeah. Go ahead. Because I because I got another Ben Simmons defensively and waiting in Matisse Thibel. Now he was a, a, you, you a major contributor. You don't have anybody who can move the ball and facilitate like Ben Simmons and play defense in the NBA. There's nobody like that. I yeah. give you. I that, want man. somebody that can score. You and have guys, and it's not a liability score. at the end of the game with the ball in his hands. Kyle He's Newbeck. Not. Kyle Newbeck said it perfectly, and I said it on the Jake Asman show, word for word, right from his piece today. And I'll get it for you. Well, let's get Kyle on. Here's yeah. a problem for it. I don't know what Kyle said or not, but Ben Simmons is not a liability late in games yet, nor has he been a problem in games. They did one close hack of Ben nonsense with Washington. They were up by double-digit points, and Doc was able to take him out. He purposely was the reason why on Trey Young, who was miserable last night. How does how does that not get factored into and the Embiid was great on him, too. Embiid came out there to the three-point line and magically got back to the in the paint. He was tremendous last night. They no, figured he said he wasn't. He dropped a career-high 40. He's the number one storyline. Well, he create he created he he created a way in which now they know how to defend that pick and roll at the top of the key. You know, they first of all they have to make sure that they stop Trey. But in the midst of that, he's got that little alley oop pass or or he's going running floater. So they figured out a way to stop it. Got to have longer guys on him that can defend well, defend put push green on him. That's how you stop him, Barrett. Now that might <laughs> now that sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the camp for some reason. I don't know what the hell's going on. Look, Simmons hey, look. is. I'm going to read you right from his piece here. Simmons's defensive contributions in this game are nothing to sneeze at. 
They are not, however, an excuse for how impotent he was on offense, and his passive approach was a big reason the offense stagnated at times throughout the game. When the Sixers get into late clock situations where somebody has to hoist a jumper up with a hand in their face, oftentimes that is because the best look that they got was passed up by their point guard. He That's dribbles to the hole. I he'll dribble, he'll, get, that. he'll get four feet, five feet from the hole, and then kick it out. Right, now, if they're I not hitting three points. Me insane. But if look it, if at who not- you have on this team. This is where I, I, I vehemently disagree with that statement. You have guys on this team who are built to stand on the perimeter and knock down threes. If Danny freaking Green sucks asshole, that's not Ben Simmons' fault. It's not. I need more. If Seth Curry can't create his own shot. That's not Ben Simmons' fault. This team, they went out and they and they upgraded guys around the big three. In Tobias, Aton, and Joel. Give him another excuse, Aton. It's not. It's not. It's not Denny Green's. I mean, it's not Green's fault, and it's not. It's not. You know, whoever's shooting the jumper's fault. If you get a guy driving all the way to the to the cup, four or five feet away from it, and he can't hit a jumper. He's not taking that jumper, and right. that's so. It's, so how is that? So how is that? Everybody it's else is falling in on perimeter. Trey Young, he's working the ball out from the inside to Bogey to Kevin Herter. That's how the game is. I'm tired if of it. Okay, but but that's a bigger pr- look. That's a bigger problem with the game then. Okay, that, fine. And, and I agree no, no. that point. The game is played that way a lot more. Okay, it's played that way, but Trey can shoot threes. So and, when you and make that guy, comparison, you can't do that. And this guy needs to learn how to hit 70% of free throws. Is that too much to freaking ask? Trey Young had a worse percentage as far as shooting the basketball than anybody on the 76ers because of Ben Simmons. Like, you just took out one of the most prolific scoring guards on all three levels in the NBA. You took him out. Yes. Yes, he did. You took him out. Yes. 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 Noted. Yes, he did. Yeah, I no, need no, no, more. That, that, that's that's noted. I need more. There aren't many people that can do that on the I know. The I know. He's unbelievable. He's he is just so tremendous. He is Bible, yes. Bible yes. Absolutely. No, he Bible. can't. He can't. He provide, I'm saying he can't provide the facilitation. He oh, okay, can't provide yeah. the looks on offense. That's what right. I'm saying. Ben is right. a complete right. player. He's just not going to score 20 points. So it's incomplete. He's an incomplete. No, he's not a complete player. player. He's, he's just not going to score 20. He can't even shoot a free throw. That's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. He does. He has no interest because he knows he's going to miss seventy percent of the time. It's unbelievable. He's, seventy. He's not a thirty percent free throw shooter. He wasn't game one. Not in his career or in the playoffs. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander. Barrett they won. And Harry Mays. It's amazing. Only here in this city. Yep. This this god awful city that we live in. I'm telling you, I'm moving out. And this Good. is why I go to QVC. Good. Like you guys go to Westchester. Same stupid conversations after wins about whether or not somebody can perform and fall into the same nonsensical trap. We started this because you want to take away from Shake. Yeah, you're trying to take steal away the shake. shine of Shake Milton on Barrett Wednesday. Yes, okay. Shake, shake, shake. For me, yeah. the storyline was Joel and me dropping a career high playoff forty points. It was yes. Ben Simmons taking out one of the most prolific guards that we've seen yes. in the NBA over the last couple Absolutely. of years. Absolutely, yes. and it was how dangerous Atlanta can still be because they do what a lot of teams that the Sixers do not do is bang threes. They yeah. bang threes. Murder. Shake, shake, Gallinari. Milton. Yeah, exactly. And shake and that and those guys are dangerous. They are. Their second unit is good. Shake men went in there and, and, and gave him the dagger. Yeah. Doc had no choice but to go to Shake Milton. Gave him Milton. the dagger. 
He was four of 19 in the playoffs leading up to that and shake at you 14 points in the second half. Yeah. When they needed it. Three of those points, only three of those points came when they were down. Okay. And outside of another three points, the other one of them. So they what, shouldn't nine, have been down. Nine came when they were up double digits with bench guys out. Yes. That's, that's, so that's what you do. You stick the dagger in them when they're down like that. It was already in them. No, you just, you it just wasn't in them. Stabbed them. It wasn't in them. They were still trying to come back. But Shea came out and 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 stopped all of that. They were up double digits when he heard it. Exactly. Three. So what did I say? Third what did I say yesterday? Yesterday I said they have to win it in convincing form to, to for themselves to know, all right, we're the better team. They figured out they're the better team yesterday. They figured it out. And Shake applied the pressure, stabbed them at the end of the game. And that's why they won the game, man. They won the game because they gave them no hope. You gotta get Kevin over. Yeah, they also only committed seven turnovers compared to 19 in game one. And uh their perimeter defense, including Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid's help, uh limited Atlanta to just 11 threes. They had 20 in game one. Huge. Doc, Doc deserves a pat on the back. Yeah. Would you yes. give Doc a pat on the rear hat? Huh? Uh yeah, I would on the fanny. That a boy. All right. <laughs> Who's does anybody still say Fanny? Yes, um, Mad Dog Russo. Does he? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wait, Wait it's Fanny. He, he says it like that. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we right got a Fanny. Most no, coaches don't cuss. Also, do that. <laughs> no Russo. I don't think Russo. Ah, jeez, I'm gonna freeze up. It's fine. I just so I don't think Russo. I'm trying to invite. Jake, I invited Jake. He didn't, I, I was on happened. with Jake today. We had fun. Yeah, I know. He was supposed to come on with us. And yesterday. he's very he's very perplexed as to how you got verified. Uh, well, very perplexed. I wanted to have him on here. We but had a deep discussion. Not, this is not a difficult thing. Like I'm I'm concerned, man, you know, with between the Ben Simmons and the verification thing. I, I don't know, man. You were called a Twitter terrorist this morning on By the who? Jake Asman show. <laughs> By me. Oh. I said the world is upside down ever since 2020 and 2021 is no different. We have now seen a Twitter terrorist become verified. Look, you know, they, they made Morpheus a deal. He could refuse in the matrix. All right. Everybody's got a price. That's right. right? That's absolutely. Absolutely. Correct. Yep. Everybody's got a price. And once again, the second game, the second game of the night, Donovan Mitchell, man. Wow, wow, he go off. Watch every second of that game. That was amazing. My eyes were trying to go to sleep, and I couldn't, bro. I Nine couldn't. and one last night, and the one loss is that stupid WNBA game. And that was your sure shot. I know. I know. That was your sure shot. That was your lot of the night. I did right. all the research, Harry. I was all excited. You know, I mined this stuff and everything. Uh, oh, wow. Well, now, what websites? Where do you mine WNBA information? <laughs> I'm not telling you. Jeez. Oh, I'm not giving up my secrets, which clearly haven't worked because I've I've spent like hours looking at WNBA stuff before placing a bet. I'm 0-3. Yeah. 0-3. Unbelievable. I thought this was supposed to be easier betting the WNBA. Me too. According to you. And you had a soul last night. That was like the, the, the lock, the lock of the night. Your double A pick. The big thing was that. Well, who was it? Pick. What was the pick? Um, I, I missed Phoenix. it. Oh. Phoenix. Yeah, they were down. They were still down Diana Taurasi. 
She's been injured for a bunch of games. They won three straight. They're t- they took on a team in Dallas who was really bad, but had like the game of their life, especially defensively. And you thought like there's no way they could play that game again. And it came out, and they were wow. up, up like twenty in the first quarter. I was. Out. I hate to do it to Phoenix. What is their nickname? What's their Phoenix? Mercury. Mercury. Okay. Yeah, no, do it to me. I deserve the. I, I deserve it. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Harry, how'd you hit him yesterday, bro? Well, we Did only played you- seven holes. Wow. Did you hit him? Yeah, we we were five under through seven. This is the middle on the sport Wow, big news in Nashville. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, well, it is a big day today overall. Wherever you are, wherever you stand, all right? We shouldn't be fighting as much, but we do have a couple of good things to look at. Now, now this series, I think we can probably all agree that the series is far from over. And unfortunately, this team has something still in them where they have that capability of playing down, especially on the road. And I'm not concerned, guys, about game three so much as I'm concerned about getting the win in game three, riding this momentum, and then finding a way to lose game four. And then it goes back to point. Like, look, Harry, Barrett, you guys can draw stuff. I'm not saying that, you know, that it doesn't exist, that Ben Simmons doesn't take shots. And I think that you can look at the bench and look at Shake Milton's recent history and say that's going to be difficult to rely on game in and game out. The bench yeah. is a whole. And it got, and look, I am disappointed at Danny freaking green. Me for too. Being out there and playing a lot of minutes and, and not and you know not doing much. Yeah. Right. I, this is the balance that I struggle with today, right? Ben Simmons, Shake Milton, all of that aside, we've got a really good team in front of us with a starting five that looks like outside of maybe Brooklyn can extend the lead on anybody, anybody. But there's a problem when guys start going to the bench. Mm-hmm. And that, unfortunately, opens up the door for Harry and Barrett's concerns about Ben Simmons later in games because you shouldn't be in a tight game with the Atlanta Hawks if you got any productivity out of your bench in the first half. No, that, that's true. You're, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, they were scored outscored 32-0. to zero by that bench in the first half. I mean, that's hard to do. And um, you're going to expect tight games in the playoffs, whether it's against Atlanta, you know, for a few games in this series, there's going to be another one or two coming. I know it. or But especially the next round against Brooklyn. It so. was, it was, it, you're absolutely right, Matt. Cause you know, the bench came out. It's almost like they were shocked. They were unprepared for these guys. Like, you know, all right, well, where did they come from? We were just ready for their starting five, and that's it. Bro, you got to – whoever has a hot hand, you got to go to the hot hand. Stop them. And they just couldn't get to them. Hoarder, uh, it was Gallinari. Gallinari, yeah. Gallinari. They could not stop them, too. They were just unconscious in the way they were shooting the ball. They were hitting everything. And that just comes with, you know, a team that they built their team around perimeter shooters that that hit in the corners. You know, they tried to stretch their defense to stop – trade young but then it yeah. also opened them up to the corners i was really they, glad that the mvp news came down just yeah. before the game last night because yes he was I say what you want that had to light a fire under his ass not that he needs it he comes out no, ready to play it's actually yeah look, i you know we all know anthony gilbert and i had him on the the iheart show before the game last night around seven o'clock i just wanted to get any last information i could about 
really about DeAndre Hunter, who I know he knows. But I brought that up. And look, Ant knows these guys well. And he's he said that exactly, Harry. That's why I bring him up. Okay. He said that where it's like, yeah, these guys, they don't need any extra motivation. But when they get it, watch out. And yeah. I can tell you that from Watch out, others, watch out. Yes. Watch <laughs> out, watch out, watch out for Embiid. Watch <laughs> out, watch out, watch out for Simmons. I'm telling you, we need that guy to do a new video. We do. We do. <laughs> sixes, sixes, sixes all around. Sixes, sixes, sixes all around. Run him down. Get him in and out. Run him around. Sixers, sixers. Oh, yeah, we yeah. got one now. All we need is to send his ass down to Atlanta in the parking lot, and he could do the video. And give him some beads, you know, Here's some red, white, and blue beads. I'll meet you halfway. We could even put him in a Shake Milton jersey. How you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Get him some beads so he can be, you yeah. know, rocking him. <laughs> not, not some M beads. No, no. What the girl? What the girls in the background going to be saying? They can't go Eagles. So what are they going to be spelling out? Yes. Yes. No, but I mean, back to the point you make, Harry, this is this is it. Like you take any little piece of extra motivation and maybe, you know, look, Barrett's played through stuff. He's played alongside guys who have played through stuff. And maybe it's, you know, a, a tweet from a fan. Maybe it's a letter. Maybe it's a text from, you know, a, a motivator, a high school coach. Or maybe it's not winning. Maybe it's getting benched. And telling, you know, hey, Brooks, man, we, we're going to go with the younger guy, but we need you today to come off the bench and when, you know, move around in the line here. And and whatever it might be, it could be your own internal motivation or it could be losing an award to a guy that you know you're better than. I think that's a great point, Harry, where it's hard for me to think that that's a coincidence. Joel yeah. Embiid comes off learning he's not the MVP and drops a career-high 40 in the playoffs. <laughs> and I like what he said afterwards, too. You know, the quotes is saying, you know, he's – he thought he deserved the MVP, but he's not all about individual awards. He wants the Larry O'Brien trophy. That's the that's the trophy he wants. Ah, da, da. Yeah. Ah, da, da. That's the what right it's thing. all about. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I mean, he, he used oh, it though. I mean, he used it. Like you said, it's he used it. It just lit him up a little more. The crowd was was using it also. I mean, it, it's it, it just lit up that whole arena. And that's sometimes you need that little bit of an oomph just to show you, all right, we are the dominant sixers. We won the east we're the number one seed let's play like it. yeah uh, it's it's awesome to see this with Embiid because you know that it's going to be there and he just he has this a bit look you see it a lot where guys get calls i know everybody's upset about trey young getting a couple of bs calls we told you that as far as clifford and brothers being brothers the officials. yeah i mean yeah. those are the guys that love to call those types of fouls but to the flip side, look at how this thing ended up, right? And I see this here on Twitter. This is the free throw attempts through the first two games of the series. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia is 57 attempts, Atlanta 39 attempts. And I can tell you this without even looking at the box score or anything other than that. Joel Embiid is getting to the line like Shaq used to. We don't yeah. see centers get to the line like that anymore because no. it's so easy for them, right, to be outside of the key. Right. And think about it. He's even outside taking, putting the ball on the ground, getting to the line. Mm -hmm. And then he hits 80-some percent of them, too. Last night, he was off a little. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, he gets he gets fouls in the most curious ways. Like, he's running down the, he's running down the court, and out of nowhere, you know, he gets tripped up. Yeah, and he's on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah. He's always on the floor. Right. I'm like, <laughs> he spends more time on the floor than any player I've oh, seen, man, in a long time. You. 
You know, yeah. Capella's like, what, what am I doing? I mean, I can't even run down the court without getting a file. All right, let know? me ask you this, you guys. Do you think that continues when they go on the road? Yes. I think he is going to get, like, he's arrived. Nobody else on this team is going to get those fouls. But then this is, again, why I bring up Shaq, is because the, the officials really for the first couple of years, once he hit Orlando that last year where he was in the finals and then on, where people realized that he wasn't a fluke, they didn't really know how to officiate him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it was like one of two extremes. He would get beat to you know what, and they'd be like, look, dude, you're 350 pounds. But as he started to become more celebrity, more super superstar, he would get like breathed on. And people would just anticipate that, oh, no, they're trying to uh, foul him hard because he's so big. Mm-hmm. I think Embiid is getting that benefit of the doubt. And I have no problem with it. Superstars should get that benefit. Yeah. But I think he's getting that benefit of the doubt. That's why I think Embiid carries over to the road. To the I don't road. Know if Tobias Harris or Ben Simmons may get these types of calls. But I think Embiid will. Well, you know, I mean, look at Trey Young. Trey Young, you blow at him. You wink at him and they're going to throw a foul. I mean, that's crazy, man. Some of the stuff they were throwing up at him. He's initiating the contact, and it's a foul. Just because he's little, mm-hmm. he get, he, may, he his reaction because he's little, man, he, like he gets knocked down all the time. I mean, half those calls weren't even fouls, man. But the way he reacts, you know, that I mean, he just gets it all the time. Uh, those, that's what those two officials do. Yeah, they're known they have, for that. They have a reputation around the NBA of giving guys calls that they don't deserve and ticky tack stuff yes, yeah keeping the gate like controlling the pacing of the game mm-hmm. well they did the same thing That's for him so i wasn't mad yeah they did the same thing for him being, so exactly I wasn't mad. Right. you are a thousand percent right barrett that is that's why you go into that game and you think okay you know who's gonna have more of the benefit of the doubt like trey young it's gonna be harder to, to get a foul called on you dean trey young 25 feet from the hoop than it is just a quick dump into Embiid and somebody going right over to help double and all he has to do. Like, Embiid was selling it too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and credit him. Credit him. It, it, look, this is, again, I keep going back to this example. This is the NFL telling you, please throw the football 35 yards down the field every single time. Right. Yep. You, your chances are you're going to get a pass interference. Please. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and shout I, out to he, Seth Curry too last night. Hit five out of six from the three-point line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, Tobias Harris, and Embiid were the offense in the first half. Yeah, and once again, I, once again, I got to give it to you again, Aton. He is more than just a guy on the court. I, I looked at him, you know, and I, 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 I reacted to it too harshly. He's more than just a guy. He's got some right. major skills from the three point line. Then I'll give some more props to Shake as a return. How about wow, that? Wow, look at this. <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. Steve Spurrier says that Kyle Trask is the next Tom Brady. You, you, you buying that click? No, I am not. I just wanted to get that out there in case we didn't miss anything. That's a hard I, I pass. Just, I just did a story on that because um, I, I, I talked about uh, Brian Johnson. Yeah, I did Brian Johnson. Um, he's the quarterback coach for the Eagles. And I was trying to compare what could he do as far as helping that quarterback room when you have two different type of quarterbacks. You know, you have Hurts, mm. you know, and then on the other side you have um, – Flacco. Uh, Flacco. Yeah. So when you look at him, you know, Opposite. he had the same thing in Florida. You know, the same exact thing. He had, I think it's Jones, you know, Emory Jones. Emory Jones is the dual threat quarterback. And then he had Kyle Trask. And they would use Kyle Trask, you know, everywhere on the field. But then on red zone situations and stuff like that, then they would go to Emory Jones. And, you know, he was a 
you know, he was a beast out there because he could, you know, his run pass options were just so good. So he's not a starter at, at, at Florida, but he had to deal with both guys. And I think mm. that's going to help in, um, you know, really taking these guys to another level in that, in that Eagles locker room. Wow. How yeah. about that? I, I didn't even know who the quarterback's coach was. No, no. And I'll take it a step further. I interviewed him two years ago at the end, at the um, ACC championship game. It was Virginia. Um, it was no, Clemson. It was, no, it was Florida. It was Florida. Uh, it was what was it? it would be Florida it? State. Well, yeah, FSU. If it's the no. ACC. No, no, I did a Florida game. I'm sorry. Oh, it was, I it was a Florida oh, game. Sorry, it was a Florida game. Yeah, SEC. It was a Florida game, and he, you know, he had those guys going, man. I mean, going in that, um, in their, um, in the meeting rooms, and how they, you know, his his command of the room. You know, we sat down and watched film with him, and he was asking guys. He was just throwing questions at him. All right, you got cover two right there. This corner, he's gonna squat on this route right here. What are you instantly looking for? And you know, Emory Jones. Oh, you got to hit pits on the on, on the back side. He's gonna be one on one since they're rolling the corners to, on the other side. It's like rapid Perfect. fire. I mean, rapid fire, yeah. man. Good. Great, I mean, yeah. great. I, I honestly, I think so. You you have life in the air now. You have fresh breath of life in the air in this place, man. Who knows? I saw the linebackers coach looks like Zach Ertz. I thought it was Zach Ertz. <laughs> Is he still on the team, Zach Ertz? I I thought that maybe he took a buyout and like Brad Stevens failed upwards. I, I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened, man. You know, I don't. Oh. Ridiculous. All right, we do have to talk about what's going on beyond that with the NFL. Do you see this now? The move to Germany. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Albert Breer, I believe. Yep. Had they the tweet. are trying it. They are trying it, man. And is this going to be during Oktoberfest, right? Can you imagine that? Yes. <laughs> that, I think, is. Wow. There's nothing like that in England that they're doing already right it's not like they're matching a football game with a major moment in london right not that i know of no. no so this would be like having a football game the same weekend as mardi gras right Correct. Let's that's exactly what i was thinking when you started bringing i'm thinking mardi gras yeah oh wow Can you imagine they, that you already have it in london they got it in mexico mm -hmm. wow now, now in germany when is it supposed to happen 22 it looks like next okay. year next season okay. This is insane, man. The NFL keeps moving it. There is a, an interesting number, too, about the Sixers that I want to get to. All right. What the hell? We've got Jeff Parles today. Do we know this? Does he know this? I, I hope so. That's the question. I'll send the invite out. Just making sure. Also, as a reminder, we did try and track down Jake Asman. Let's see if he has the stones to show up and defend his assessments. All right. Jake he was pretty Asman. harsh. He was harsh he, on you this morning. So I hear, and I yeah. did absolutely nothing to <laughs> mitigate that harshness, right? He probably no. enabled it. Oh, I, I enabled it. Yeah. I accelerated it. Now, did you promote the show, Harry? Did you tell uh, Jake? Who's Jake did a fantastic show? job of that. He oh, mentioned yeah. all of your names. Yep, he uh, does it. He's a pro. Okay. Let's see how much of a pro he is answering the bell. All right? We've put out the bat signal for Jake. We have uh, some other things that we'll get to as well. Look, here's the deal. We're live and local, of course, from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studios. And a reminder, if you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. The Middle is sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com and leave us a like. 
Hit us up with a subscription here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. You don't want to miss anything that we're doing across the board. All here as we'll be back in three on the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huckenfot. What's that? Huckenfot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. So what happened? You guys were rained out? Yeah. Finally, after seven holes, they had to shut it down. There was just so much water. And there was lightning early, which we had a two-and-a-half-hour delay before we even got started. And then once we got out there, seven holes afterwards, it's just op- the sky opened up again. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so I feel bad for Harry, man. You know, Harry. Why is that? Because you pop on the show before you even left the house. And you were here, right, with your background and everything before you had a pretty cool golf outing at your spot. Yeah. And it seemed like you were, and this is how I know you were happy about him, because 
you were more thrilled about what you were wearing than not having to be on the show and play golf as a yeah. result of Like, that's how I knew you were really invested in those white pants. And Barrett, he couldn't even show them off after seven holes because of the rain out. They were soaked. I'd have been so pissed, man. I mean, because I, I like yeah. the way they look, bro. Yeah, well, I, good thing I had white underwear on. Right. Uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> you wear white pants, you got to wear white underwear. Or, no commando. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, that too, that too. But then they got wet. Can you imagine if it would have been commando? Oh, and you exactly. got, uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a wet uh, pants contest. Yes, <laughs> that's no. Nobody wanted that. None. Now it depends on on who you are. There are going to be plenty of people on the planet that if they're wearing wet white pants, it's a great sight. Well, well yeah, I'm not one of them. No, just, right. I, I didn't want to just completely redline the wearing of white pants. Unless you're full. Right. No, look, at, look at Barrett. Well, Jesus. I was going, I was going family to, show. Yeah, I mean, I was going like more of a, you know, a tight white pants for maybe a, an attractive woman, depending on how you define attractive, right? Mm -hmm. But Bro. if you wanted to go Nick Foles and full frontal, then that's fine, Barrett. Bro, I'm just saying the reason why I said that, man. I, here's here's another story, man. I was playing for the Detroit Lions, and we had went. We were playing New Orleans, and we're down in New Orleans. And I don't. Uh, I think it was Gay Pride Weekend. In fact, I know it was. Yes, and we're down there, and we're you know it's it's me. Um, who else was it? It was me, a guy named Ron uh, Rivers, a you know, running back, um, Charlie Batch, and um, uh, Big Gibby. You know, Aaron Gibson was the biggest guy to ever played in the game. He was like six foot eight, yeah, huge, four hundred pounds. But he had abs though. Mm. So we're walking down. All of a sudden, we see guys start throwing beads at us. I'm like, what is going on? And my boy Big Gibby, man, they better stop, man. I said, man, just chill out, bro. Chill out, man. We're outnumbered, dog. Just chill out. He keeps on talking. All of a sudden, there's three dudes. These three dudes look like starting linebackers for the Bears. The, you know, the what was it? The um the 85 Bears. Right. I mean, these guys, I mean, I'm talking about they had to be about 270 pounds. There was bro. probably a big Bears contingent at the Gay bro. Pride uh, <laughs> celebration. Bro. It was crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, these guys were diesel, but they were mm -hmm. wearing fishnet biker pants. Beautiful. <laughs> no, it wasn't beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're walking like up to Gibby and say, hey, you better chill out, big fella. And I turn around and say, yeah, dog, you better chill out, big fella. <laughs> As you imagine I if you guys got into a, a street fight. And one of these dudes, man, you know what I'm saying? Twitter, like, mind you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and one of these dudes, man, you know, like, you know, he was, he was, you know, this dude was gifted, dog. Mm -hmm. And big. See, he'd have been fighting get Big Gibby with those with those fishnet barker pants on. <laughs> this is a visual that I cannot unsee, Barrett. Here I am, you know, trying to give you props for your Shake Milton love, and you're and you're gonna leave me with this today. Yeah, seriously, man. This is Bro, I'm just, I'm just... it is with Barrett right now. <laughs> wow. Same Bro. thing make you laugh, make you cry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm just going to I'm just, I'm just uh, thinking about Big Gibby fighting, man. I'm mm -hmm. just like, dude, you can't win with this, bro. You can't win in this fight, bro. You can't we, win. We all see it. Yeah. We all see it. <laughs> biker shorts. Yep. Yep. Now, Fish I have biker shorts. 
I've tracked down a piece of audio, by the way, Uh-oh. from earlier. Oh. Because Jake Asman won't show his face on this program today. Well, he's probably oh. got it stuffed with a burrito at Ch- Chipotle right now. I don't know if you know. Is Chipotle open? It's 1030 in the morning over there. Is Chipotle even open? I'm sure they're open. Uh, I wouldn't give them too much credit. Huh? A lot of these places don't open until like well, 11? I guess 1030. Yeah, 1030 maybe. He's right. probably the, the first in line at the door. Right. He wants the fresh yeah. of the fresh guac. Yeah. Right. Fresh guac every day. So he this is what fresh we're guacamole. In a minute or so, less than that, we're going to take a break on the network. We'll have a little bit of time on the network, and that's where we're going to listen to this clip. It's a two-minute clip from this morning that I've been able to track down, Harry May's appearance on the Jake Asman program. And since Jake won't stand up for himself, I had to have somebody clip the audio. I'm not going to dime out who it was. Ron Culver. Double in. No. Double in. I did not say that. He got a shout out on the show this morning. Well, he has to get a shout out from Jake. Otherwise, no, it's from me. Oh, from you. Really? I'm surprised you remember who was producing the show. Wow. Well, he called me. Oh, that's right. That's right. You didn't sign up through here. You you didn't have the box. No. I, in fact, I thought I had to. That's the crazy thing. I'm so used to this video. I thought I had to click a link. All right. Harry's appearance on the Asman show coming up next. It's the middle. Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Let's hear it. This is the two minute that he clipped. So I can only imagine what this two minutes. That's about how long it was. It was. He probably got the whole thing. Okay. Wait, you were only on for two minutes? No, no. The whole thing about you. Oh, okay. I was on for probably 10. Harry Mays with us here. All right, Harry, let's get down to business because I go on Twitter yesterday and, you know, your co-host on the middle, the great Aton Shander, who's had a war with Twitter for years. Right. Yeah, he is, yeah. he, he is anti-Twitter. He hates Twitter for the topics they, they lead as trending. He doesn't like the algorithm. Yeah. Then I go on Twitter. Right. And I see this guy now has a blue check mark. He's now verified and all is well with him in Twitter. What's happening here with your guy, Aton, in Twitter? How did he actually get a blue check mark? It's just, you know, since 2020, uh, the world has been upside down in many ways, Jake. And this is just, you know, uh, more, more uh, you know, sort of evidence of that, that it, it hasn't changed in 2021, where a, essentially a Twitter terrorist, is now verified. It's an absolute outrage. And, uh, you know, I have uh, the higher ups at Jacob Media looking into this to, to not remove his blue check mark, but I need to get verified as well because this is just an absolute travesty. You know, I'm looking at his account now. I see 19,000. Hold, Hold on a second. All right. Well, there's, there's more here to do. But as you know, we, we can't let anything play too long without talking about it. Right. There, there is a famous scene for anybody who remembers Seinfeld. There was a famous scene where George Costanza is getting married and Elaine Bennis is super jealous of the marriage, but she won't tell the crew. So instead, she confides to a rabbi in the building in which she lives in saying, I should have been me and all this. But she on the surface is like, no, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy. Harry Mays just confided in his rabbi that he actually does have a little jealousy about the blue check mark. (laughs) <laughs> Very astute pickup. All right. Here's more. Then I go to Harry Mays' Twitter, and it's at Harry Mays TU, and the man's got over 40,000 followers. Yes. Something's up. There, yes. You know, is Aton maybe paying people off at Twitter? Did he finally cave to the mob? What's happening here? Well, it's, it's, it's 
great you bring that up, Jake. And, and you know, the journalist that you are, you, you look into this kind of stuff because I have been actually hemorrhaging followers uh, in in the the coming the last couple of weeks as Aton was trying to get verified. So I think there might be you know more than a causal sort of relationship there. I am losing followers. He is gaining followers, and now he has the check mark. All right, we're going to get the, the final comment there from Jake, but that that's pretty heavy, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty heavy right there. So what well, you get I on mean, the Asman show? I subscribed to his YouTube page, too. Hopefully he subscribed to ours. <laughs> Something else about that I heard also. Okay, let's do it. This is the minute on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Yeah, we're live back now on Sports Map Radio. Still live across the board on the Jacob Media YouTube page. And reminder to hit us with a like, to subscribe. You can hit that share button as well, and it'll take you to your social media vehicle of choice. And speaking of which, that was the topic this morning on, or a topic this morning on the Jake Asman program. I'm sure that he told you that you'd be talking, and I'm sure you did talk about other stuff. But, you know, we went through this, at least for the majority of it. There's still this final retort from Jake Asman. But Barrett heard something, too. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's funny, man, how um, you've been on a roll this past, you know, week and a half during the time you were trying to get on, get your blue checked and. You've been on a roll, man. You you made a bunch of money, and then I hear the you know topic. Well, maybe he paid for followers, or maybe he paid for the blue check. Hmm. I mean, is, is is that a possibility? Nope. I mean, that's something. That's that's something I need you to think about because it. I've tried it before <laughs> when Twitter <laughs> shut down. Well, well, here's why: because like I don't know what are they called now? Odyssey, CBS, Odyssey Radio, yeah. okay, Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey had this big push where they got all of their guys like we had, you know, James Seltzer, who was a producer with us at the fanatic and, mm-hmm. you know, Jack Fritz, who was an intern with us at, a, at the fanatic. And then these guys go on, they're doing great things over there, but all of them got verified. Everybody right. who worked there got verified under this umbrella. And at that point you could cut a check to Twitter as an entity and pay for your community to be verified. So right. I tried to do that when we were at still the fanatic, Harry mm-hmm. remembers. Yep. And you didn't work. It didn't work. Don't you think I would have cut a check by now for that check mark? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he was he did try to do that. I mean, that's that's I can verify that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I thought, but he was trying to get you know the corporate you know the company to pay right. for it. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. As, as they should. As yeah. they should. Yeah. Exactly. Now, now look, we'll see because uh, I think that Xander Kraus, our EP here, pretty much of the entire Jacob Media YouTube channel, has a pretty good idea. Uh, how we can get in. All right. Now I have another email here. We have two promos and I can't even imagine what these are going to sound like. Right. Mm. So Ron from Ron. Yes. Now real quick, we do need to let Jake at least finish his final thoughts from this interview. Something's up. I mean, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to investigate. I'm going to put on, you know, my, my big J journal hat and I'll get back to you. Harry Mays. 
Right. You and Ron Culver, too. <laughs> Absolutely. Harry, appreciate you jumping on, man. Look forward to listening to you guys coming up at, uh, at 11 Eastern, as we do every day here on Sports Map. And, you know, good luck keeping Barrett in line as well. I mean, you, you don't have an easy task on that show. I commend you for doing That's what right. you do. That's why I need the spider tack, man. <laughs> Get me Derek Cole's number. <laughs> uh, Harry, what a great little reference <laughs> of men yeah. substance being applied to New York Yankees baseballs. Well, that's the way he led into my appearance on the show. He was talking about Garrett Cole and spider tack. So, okay. Not spider know. Mitchell. No, he, no, he no. He that. went off last night. Yes, he did. <laughs> he but, more than went off. Is there any team that can play to such a slow pace and put up like 15 points in a quarter and still somehow get to over 100 points in yeah. some weird mind-boggling way like the Clippers? I I've never seen anything man. like this. Efficiency, man, or lack thereof. Efficiency. Yeah. I, I think it's a combination of both, though, Barrett. Right, I think right. it's like they take time and they make their shots by taking like 20 seconds off the clock, but that's it, it's like you look up and they have two quarters every game. It seems like they have two quarters under 20 points scored yet. They somehow make it to a hundred points. Yeah. And, and how significant of a home court advantage is that place? That place. I mean, they were going off the chain last night. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. And I'm just going to put a hypothetical out here. I'm not saying it's going to happen because Brooklyn, my God, Brooklyn, my God. But if you had a scenario where Utah and Philadelphia were playing in the NBA Finals. To your point, Harry, mm -hmm. this is one of the few, maybe Portland, this is one of the few places, and they would never be there, that you would actually look at home court advantage and say, oh, okay, that could be a wash here. Like, we mm -hmm. know what we have here in Philadelphia. We know it's it's insanely electric. But right. that place is just, it, it's it's pretty close. Yeah. They're, and, they're and, that dates, and that dates back to the Carl Malone days, too. I mean, it's, they, it's always been a big-time home court situation. Well, what the hell else are you going to do in Salt Lake? That's true. Nothing. Exactly. A fair point. You can't even drink booze, smoke bud, do all that other stuff. You can't pop pills legally. What the hell else are you going to do? Bruh, it's crazy <laughs> right? here, man. I mean, there's, there's, um, if you're a wildlife, naturist type of person, then – if you love nature, you love fishing, you love hunting, stuff like you, you'd be oh, cool out there. I mean, hiking, it's beautiful. Hiking. Yes. Yeah. Utah is beautiful, man. But Barrett um, could play for the Utah Jazz. He'd go fishing and hunting and all that, bro. Right? You'd catch your own every day, all day. They were 31 and five during the regular season at home. Wow. I look at um I, when I was up there, I, I was doing a little event and um I actually saw, saw a mountain lion chasing a deer mm. up on the mountain. You can like see, one of those nature it. videos. Yeah, it was. It felt just like that. <laughs> Were you narrating like in your head? No, I was just, <laughs> just surprised, man. Ken, I mean, you see, you see big, big herds of elk and stuff like that up there, mm -hmm. and they they um they have bison that they put there now, so they have bison out there also. So it's crazy, man. I don't mind the bison burger, but if it's cooked too much, it can be a little dry. Right. Yeah. Right. right. You know, there's there seems to be yep. that you have a little more. Leeway. There's a fine line. Yeah. 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 Exactly yeah. right. You can, you can get a bad burger. bison burger also because if you get it, and it, it tastes too gamey. Sometimes it mm -hmm. might taste too gamey yeah. too. Right. That you know that's a that is a taste that is so difficult to get out of your mouth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> because right. the next time you eat a bison burger or an ostrich burger or anything that might taste gamey, I'm not eating an ostrich burger. 
Bro, I said it was pretty good, man. I know, but I, I don't know. I just can't get past it. I had to do that, man. When I was it's like kid. cicadas. <laughs> Every 17 years, people eat cicadas. They're like a delicacy to some people. Do they dip them in chocolate? I think yep. you can. Yeah, there's all kinds of recipes I found. Mm. I saw a, a cicada cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. A cheesesteak they put cicadas in. Yeah. Hey, look, I'd rather have cicadas in my cheesesteak than mayo. No, you're so out of line. Right. <laughs> Seriously, the average Philadelphian. All right, we go down to South Philly. We, yeah. we go down to Packer Avenue. We start interviewing people. All right. Next mm-hmm. time I go down to the restaurant there, 13th and Pack, I'm I'm gonna ask some people around there. Would you rather have? All right. Would you rather have cicadas or would you rather have mayo? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, can we hear these promos, Ron? I, I know you sent them to me, so I'm gonna forward them on over to the powers that be here at the Jacob Media YouTube channel. But are you able to play these promos on your end just because hey, I, you should be involved in this process? You made them. Yeah, of course I can play them. Why? All right. Well, let's let's go. Let's let's start with your favorite. My favorite? Uh, well, hold on here. We, we should do them in chronological order. Fair enough. That. Fair enough. Because I, I, don't, I don't play favorites. We're like kids. Uh, really wait a second. Kids, uh, we, right? Do we need to break out? Barrett Mays or Aton to really see who your favorite ch- uh, kid is on this program. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, there's only one kid on the program. Me? I, I would have to point my finger at you. Yeah. Well, what about Barrett? Like, <laughs> well, he's not a kid. He's. I mean, he's. He's. A, he's a. Uh, he, well, okay. We're, we're, he's a kid at heart. Yeah, but he's see, a, he's that kid going off to college. <laughs> okay, I, I would. I would say like Barrett's a kid, but he's accomplished. Right. Like I'm still busting my hump, like six, seven jobs. Barrett's comfortably working on TV, radio. He's made his money right in the NFL. So he's like that retired dude who's not retired, of course. He's like that retired guy that's like, you know, late 40s, early 50s that hit it big. Now, he earned everything. So I'm not saying this is like some tech. dude. And I'm the retired guy that didn't hit it big. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. But that's why that's why you're not a kid. That's why right. you're still a miserable curmudgeon. I'm an old man. Thinking of you as being a kid. Eric. No, 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 no. You're no. like a Benjamin Button kid. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get one of these promos, please. The, the, the middle. The middle. All right. What do you got today? Culver, Florida woman completely trashed an Outback Steakhouse. Yes. By smashing wine bottles and dishes while completely naked. This was the story I wanted to get to yesterday and preempt fake news with, but the Fletcher Cox story derailed us. So we couldn't get to the naked woman because of Cox. Yes. (laughs) I know what I did there. That was was very well done. Verified. Look at you. This is a team win. I keep telling everybody. Well, uh, you know, obviously, I know that's true as well. I just want a picture. I want Ron to send me a picture yes. of the woman. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, but send it to me too, bro. There's <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the office. Doesn't say a word all day. He's on the phone making a sale. Gets up. Hey, forward that sex video to me too, will you? That just turns around. The middle with Brooks. That's pretty good. That's good. And by the way, she was pretty good. She was. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-three, right? Yeah. Strong. And you see the guy in the background, he's he's taping too. He's like, oh. Yeah. It looked like it was closed though, right? Like it didn't look like any patrons were in there, right? That's kind of the way I took I, it. I too. think they probably all left. Okay, well that's because, fair. I mean, would you stick in a restaurant if Yes? Yes. Well, I, yes. I, I, I knew who was gonna say yes before I even 
Do I need to go full Durant on you? Is that a real question? Like, come on. (laughs) That's a clown question, bro. You're right. I mean, that's dinner and a show, right? Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Please. That's great. The middle. The middle. I was really glad that the MVP news came down yeah. just before the game last night because yes, he was I say what you want, that had to light a fire under his ass. Not that he needs it, but when they get it, watch out. And I can yeah. tell you that from him watch and out, others. Watch out. Yes. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out for Embiid. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out for Simmons. I'm telling you, we need that guy to do a new video. We do. We sixer, sixer, sixes all around. Sixer, sixer, sixes all around. Run him in it, run him down. Get him in it, run him around. Sixes, sixes. Oh yeah, we got yeah. one now. All we need is to send his ass down to Atlanta in the parking lot, and he could do the video. You can even put him in a Shake Milton jersey. How you like that? <laughs> Get him some beads, sweet <laughs> Not, not some M beads. Somewhere in San Francisco, Jack is saying, "Wait a second, we verified that guy." Right? <laughs> can they just take your check away by mistake? I think they can. Like, oh man, we we made a mistake. Sorry. It well, what if they What time. if they do an audit and be like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, how this guy what? Yeah. <laughs> Look, even more proof positive that this thing is all a computer. Uh-huh. All right. Jack is a computer. That's all it is, man. All right. It's it's like when you see you go in at the end of the movie and it's like the the heroes bust into that final room atop the big building where the enemy lives. And it's like a computer. Mm-hmm. What? We've been fighting this computer the whole time. I thought it was a human being. They have no idea what's going on, man. That's, that's all, that reminds me of the Wiz. Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. That's that's it. Same, Except instead of premise. a small little dude walking behind the curtain, right, right, it's going to be a computer. Right. You, you go through the curtain and you're like, all right, where is he? And Jack is just an actor. Exactly. Yeah. It, right. You know what, Harry? I tell you. And look, and and look. Um, if anybody wants to know what happened to me via Twitter, then I would go back and watch episode two of the first series season part of me of black mirror all right it was going to be a black mirror thing yep go back and watch 15 million merits it's called where everybody's riding on a bike Mm. all right season one episode two one yep episode two and it's it's a it's a very interesting episode it's it's a very telling episode of the future and essentially that's what we're all doing right our jobs every day is going to work every day. You're busting your hump. A lot of people out there busting their tail 8, 10, 12 hours a day. And it's being looked at here as everybody's on a bike. So that's what you do. It's your decision. And, and you go back to this small little room where all you do is watch TV and you use the credits that you earned on the bike to buy stuff on TV. Mm. And you and everybody sits there and, you, and you're all at home, right? It's like, oh, man, kind of like with COVID now. And this woman and this man strike up a friendship and the guy, you know, is falling for the girl and everybody's trying to get on this show top hot shot, which is like American Idol, if you will. Right. And if you make it on hot shot, then you can do a bunch of different things as a celebrity and mm. you can make it out of you can get off the damn bike. That's what it is. Getting almost like being verified. Exactly. Exactly. So this woman who is the love of this guy's life, 
gets on Hot Shot and she kills it with the song. She sings the song, she kills it, and the judges are like, eh, we don't really need another, we don't need another singer. But you can join the porn channel and mm. you can be a porn star and you can get off the bike so long as you live the life of a porn star. And she accepts it. And this guy goes mad. He goes absolutely crazy, right? So he spends all of the credits that his brother left him before he died and works on a breakdancing routine for like six months, finally pays the money to get on the show, does this breakdancing routine, and then flat in the middle of it stops and says, this is all nonsense. It's all a lie. It's all BS. You're being lied to this whole in front of the entire audience, right? right. Trying to pull them away from Hot Shot and all this other stuff. And how does it end? In typical Black Mirror fashion, it ends with him looking at the camera, giving this long soliloquy about what's wrong with society and what's wrong with Hot Shot and everything else. And it stops and he ends his recording and he sits back in his beautiful new apartment that he's in. And he says, stay tuned, I'll be back next week. They made him a channel so he's part of the machine. Wow. They brought him in as part of the machine. That's what Twitter did to me. I'm part and of that's the what they did to you. Yeah. All right. What a story. There it is. <laughs> Man. Long story long. I want to go watch it. It's, it's a really good episode. All right. And we're back in three. It's the middle. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. In the Wildwoods, our free beaches are spacious and welcoming with plenty of room to spread out. Your seat will be waiting for you when you're ready to visit. The Wildwoods, creating cherished family memories for generations. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org.
All right, so I know you guys know at least one, if not both, of the stars in that episode. The woman who is the co-star of it is the youngest daughter on that show, Harry, Downton Abbey. Mm, yeah. Downton Abbey. Jessica Brown Finley is her name. Okay, yeah. So she's 31 now. She must have been, I don't know, mid-20s, late, early 20s. Early 20s. Right. Yeah. And if anybody's seen, I think the most famous thing he's done is Get Out. If anybody's seen Jordan Peele's Get Out, yeah, I saw Daniel, it. Daniel Kaluuya is the star. Okay, Get Out, and he's been in a bunch of other stuff as well. So he as well. All right, so we're back coming up, but he, uh, those two are the are the main stars, and Kaluuya is the guy who at the end loses it, hmm. rips into. I mean, it would be like somebody making it to Simon Cowell, and instead of singing a song saying "You're a fraud," this is all ridiculous, we're all stuck, blah, 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 and then. Fox giving him his own show, which rips all of the stuff that they air. Huh. Tell you, man, it's worth your time. There's I remember a new it, man. I remember it now. Did you see Black Mirror? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking like you didn't see it. I'm sorry, Barrett. I apologize. Yeah, I saw it. I would have brought you in now to to, but you know exactly the episode I'm talking about. Yep. I mean, it's a scary episode because it's so easy to see. If you just replace the bike with life, like work, yep, we're living that life. We're, right. we're here. Like everybody goes home, they sit in front of the television. Now, especially after the pandemic, you can buy stuff right there, right from your TV or your phone and all. You don't have to leave. And think about how often somebody who is looked at as like anti-establishment gets wrapped up inside the establishment and then given an, an avenue by the establishment to provide how anti-establishment they are. Yep. I mean, it's like, he's like, all right, we're going to use you to, to, to just strengthen what we know we already are, but we're just going to use you as that, 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 you know, a sense of, all right, we're going to give you a platform and you're going to take this platform and bust us up about it, but it's still going to bring people to you, which is going to bring people to us. Yeah. It's crazy how that went. Yeah. yeah she was lady Sybil. Crawley in Downton Abbey. Good character. Yeah. And both were really strong in mm -hmm. that in that episode. Now, I was told there is a new because, you know, me like black, the, the third, the the final. I don't know if you saw it, those final three episodes that they did before. I think the show's on a pretty big hiatus right now, if not done. They did three recent ones. And one was all about Twitter. And it's, it's, it's you know, look, a, a lot of it is interesting as far as. This guy hijacks, kidnaps, and in did you see that, Barrett? The, the, What's that? The th three most recent ones. One had no. Mackie. All right, so real quick, the three ones were reboots for the people who haven't seen them. And no, Ryan Harry didn't break a hundred yesterday because he only played seven holes. Correct. So, exactly. Now here's the thing: there are three episodes, and they're kind of like reboots. So if you've never seen Black Mirror and you think, oh, "Am I going to like the show or not?" I'd say actually watch the most recent three episodes and then go back and start episode one, season one. But here's what I would say: those three episodes, Anthony Mackie, this one was fascinating, and it was completely different than anything they've ever done. Anthony Mackie and his buddy were playing this virtual reality game where you put on like uh, a help, like you put a chip in. And you become that fighter. So it's not just like a virtual reality helmet. It's like you put a, a chip, like a little thing on your lobe, and mm. it transports your, your body into the game. And what they were doing is Anthony Mackie was fighting as one guy, and his buddy was fighting as this woman, like uh, Chun-Li, if anybody remembers Street Fighter, right? 
And it's bizarre, but it was actually a pretty interesting episode because they were the, the each other, but they were in different bodies. They developed this sexual relationship on the virtual reality fighting platform that didn't obviously transfer into real life. Wow. And it was this crazy just statement on it. The second one was Twitter. And the third one was Miley Cyrus, who was really good in it, but it was just a, a reboot of previous episodes, basically. Show kind of twists your brain a little bit, doesn't it? it yeah. It, it's meant to, though. Yeah, I know. Right. It's, like, it's meant to. Almost like the surrogate. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is is like looking at a very realistic yet desolate future and where we always blame technology. I think Black Mirror makes a really good statement on it's not technology. It's how we misuse the technology mm. that gets yeah. into this. I tell you, one of the best ones that, that I've ever seen on there is called White Bear. And it is a scary and just like shivering take on everybody needing to do this <laughs> film film right everybody mm -hmm. films everything nobody does anything anymore they just sit there and film right right, right, right. It right. nobody, film yeah. nobody be, be, you're wit witnessing anything. a murder and they're just going to sit there and film it rather than exactly. try to exactly. help somebody have you seen that episode white bear Bar uh, barrett no See, right. I only watched that one episode of it because oh. you were talking about it, oh, and, right. I, and I watched that happened to be the episode I saw. Look, I'm I'm gonna spoil it for people who who haven't seen it, but I, I would just go ahead and see it, man. It is, I don't even know how to explain it without with doing it justice. You see this woman wake up in a house. She has no idea how she got there. She has no idea what's going on, and all of a sudden, people start chasing her in like these random bunny costumes and like crazy. And they've got, you know, like a hatchet and they've got like this automatic like knife carver. It's crazy. Nobody what? does anything to her, but they're just chasing her in this neighborhood. And all you see are people filming her. So there are people on the street. There are people, there are neighbors in the house. They're everybody. They're all around and they're constantly filming her, filming her. She's going crazy. She doesn't know what's going on. And she's trying to figure this out while meeting a couple of people who are like, here, I'll help you. Come on. We got to go. We got to go. And she's going through this craziness and she keeps trying to remember white bear where where they need to go. Finally, she's led to this industrial place and they get to this point where somebody's about to kill her. And then they stop it and they open it up and there's an entire audience. Wow. Turns out it's a theme park for convicted killers who go through the same repeat horror every day and you can come out there and pay tickets to go and film everything. Who comes up with this stuff? Radio Network. Presented by Rocket. Wow. Yeah. We just did a five and a half minute deep dive. Man. It's a black mirror. I don't think that's coming back again. Right? Oh, that's, my, that's my brain hurts. That's what, like MIB. Remember uh, at the end of the, uh, the Men show, in Black. Yeah, they look yeah. at the. Uh, they go in and look at that. Um, uh, what is it? A, like a, a locker. Yes. And we're just one little blocker in a big locker room mm -hmm. of yes. Earths. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Where you have that alien there at the top. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a great show. There's another one on Prime that was really good and it had strong acting in it. Uh, there was a, a ton of people from save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, not DL Hewley. I'm sorry. Um, hus- why can't I remember Hustle and Flow? Famous actor. Oh, yeah. Um, Terrence Howard. Terrence, yeah. Right. He was he's in one. Uh, Brian Cranston's in one. You've got some really strong acting um, on it. But I heard that there was a new one as well where Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. That's what the show is on Amazon Prime. So if you're interested in that type of programming, I would strongly suggest Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. It's a 10, I believe, episode anthology season where you have just insanity and it's really good it's all about future stuff there's one at the end that does a really good take on our political system where it's not right left anything like that it's basically we've gotten to a point where we're basically we have one candidate Mm -hmm. and that candidate still goes out and campaigns and does all this stuff but it would be like one person running and that's it and there's no no opponent no, no, no. But they still treat it like, yeah, we need your support and we need you out. And it's just so bizarre. Mm. And it's called Kill All Others, where the candidate mistakenly, she says something where it's like, yeah, we need to toughen up our budget. We need to properly build schools. We need to kill all others. We need to do this. this. And, and this whole thing is like half of the people are like, did you hear her say that? Kill all others. And the other half of the people are like, no, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it at all. So <laughs> I'd watch that one as well. All right. That's it. So there's how many seasons? Like five seasons of it, huh? Black Mirror? Yeah. Black Mirror, correct. It's basically- How many episodes per season? It changes. Are they an hour? Yeah, I think they're an hour and a half. Oh, right, we're back and forth on the network. Jeez. Look, man. Look, look, look. 90 minutes. You know what, though, Harry? You don't watch them. Like, it's not a binge show. Oh, it's not? No. It, it sounds a little too, too deep. It's going to wear on you, brother. Yeah, like Game of Thrones was the same way. Yeah, 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 I could only watch two episodes tops at it's at in one sitting. Yep. No, the, I, I'm just trying to figure out how long you know Terrence been. Howard lives in uh, suburban Philly, right? No, no, I'm, he does. Yeah, he lives in Lafayette Hill. Really? Mm-hmm. I have to stalk him out and get him on. Yeah. I heard good things about Alter Carbon. Um, so the thing about I'm just trying to think about how long these episodes I want to say that they're about 90, I don't think they're 60, I think they're about 90. Hmm. But they're all really good, man. Like, there's there's this one ep- the best episode on for me at least is called Crocodile. When do you find time to watch all these damn shows? That's, that's a good question, Barrett. Because well, I mean, I binge watched a lot of stuff back when 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 was it? I don't know. This time last year? No, no, no. I I mean I've watched Black Mirror for years now. I don't know. Yeah, he was talking about this when we were on 97.3 yeah, and even yeah, at yeah. the Fanatic. Yep. Yeah. So probably back when I was doing mornings and I couldn't sleep. Uh, or I'd come <laughs> home. Uh, actually, you know what? Back when I was in good shape, I I would need something to watch when I worked out. I couldn't do mm-hmm. the workout videos. or anything. Once I knew the routine for like P90 or whatever I was doing that day, I needed something. 
So you can only watch so many King of Queens episodes, Brooks, right. in the background, lifting weights and, and you know doing your running, if you will. So I would watch shows, and and that's where I, I watch. I remember now. That's where I watched a lot of Black Mirror, where I'd come home, be wide awake from the show, light up, do mm -hmm. a little workout, and still, light up. You know, step light up, and still have some time to chill and and watch these shows, man. Yeah. Wow. That's what uh -huh. I do now, man. I, I watch shows while I start working. I went and bought one of those, uh, one of those exercise bikes. I mean, one of the good oh, ones. one, the Peloton. It's, it's not a Peloton, but it's um like Tour de France, whatever, something uh, like what? that. Is it? A Peloton I was not paying. Phone? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, I just know. I just know it only cost me like nine hundred bucks instead of the five thousand dollars. So I was good yeah. to pay that. But it's, I mean, same thing as a Peloton, on, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Five thousand dollars for an exercise bike. So it didn't come with a screen on it. You're paying for the screen. It didn't come with a or iPad or whatever it is. Right. So I have a you know I just put a TV in my workout room, and that's it. Hmm. Good news. I'm telling you, it's worth it. You know what? I might do this show. I might I might start doing the show downstairs in the in while you're while on riding the, bike. the bike. Yeah, while yeah. I'm riding the bike. Who, who you think How you about are, that? Tom Edwards. <laughs> I need like Brett Brown. Running. Didn't Brett Brown call yeah. in a few times while he was running? All this the time. This is The Middle on the Sportsman Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, I'll leave you with this. It looks like there's a new show called Solos that's out on Prime that's in the same family as Black Mirror and Dick's Electric Dreams. That's Philip K. Dick to you out there. Electric Dream. So it looks like Solos is, is kind of that. But I, I would say if you want to watch two episodes, like I'm going to give, I'm going to leave you with this, okay? I'm going to give you one episode that's must watch on Black Mirror. I'm going to give you one episode that's must watch on Electric Dreams. And then we can talk about the NFL in Germany. We can talk about Steph Curry. We can talk about anything else going on here, all right? The one that I would strongly suggest you watch. And look, these shows are anthologies, so you don't need to start from one to. Oh, wherever. they don't go together. No, no, no. Oh, no. all right. Well, None that's key. Yeah, absolutely, Harry. You can dabble. You can maneuver around. You can navigate. Even season to season. Correct. Okay. There is one, one episode called Black Museum that is the end of season four that has homages to other episodes. Hmm. But it's not like you need to know what happened in those other episodes. It's just like, oh, that's cool. It's an Easter egg. Okay. You call them, right? But yeah. no, you, you don't need to know anything. The one episode I would watch on, and I'll be brief here, I promise. The one episode I'd watch on Black Mirror is called Crocodile. Harry, I've told you this uh, multiple times about this episode. It focuses around this piece of technology that's called a recaller mm -hmm. that's used by insurance agencies to make sure that claims are real. So if you go, an insurance, insurance claim adjuster will come to your house and say, okay, Barrett Brooks, you were in a car accident. I need you to tell me what happened. Instead of them just taking your word for it like they do now and all these other things, pictures and stuff, they put this thing on your head and they ask you to remember what happened and it shows up on a screen. Your memory shows up on a screen. Well, it just so happens that through circumstance, one of the women interviewed on a recent accident, witness to an accident, was a murderer like many, many years ago. 
and she's trying to forget that she murdered this person while being interviewed with the recaller because she knows it's going to show up on the recall. Wow. Right? Turns out it does. And she wow. goes on murderous rampage and they catch her at the end because check this out. It's ridiculous. They catch her at the end. She goes in and she kills a bunch of people, including a child. Like it's horrific. And they catch her at the end because there is a, there's a, a hamster that's sitting there with the technology that's watching the baby. So the mm. baby is like blind, or I think blind, right? And that's how they catch her. Other thing uh -huh. here is- From uh, Hamster. All right. I'll leave you with is, um, is the first episode with Terrence Howard. That's all. It sounds like you have that's to be uh, severely impaired to no, watch I, this I, show. There are plenty of sober people that watch these and shows. And get it. <clears throat> well, I guess, yeah. Or, I mean, you, you don't have to smoke. Maybe you just eat a gummy or two. That's what it is. Huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I've watched these sober. Wait a second. This is breaking news. <laughs> right, right, right. We have a breaking okay. news sounder for this show. And then I'd say, for what? Why? Why were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for who, for what? It happens. That's wow. all. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you. Can yeah. you imagine if the, if the NFL ends up going to Germany? And the first game is involves the Eagles, and you've got Philadelphia Eagles fans invading Munich, Germany during Oktoberfest. Or I guess they're trying to find a, a host city right now, right? Yeah, but I wonder if now now here's here's my I don't know, not a concern by any means. The NFL doesn't need concerns, but I guess I would look at it like this. How much of the NFL anchoring what they're doing with putting this game on during Oktoberfest is to make sure that it's kind of like a built-in success, mm -hmm. right? You kind yeah. of can't fail if you're doing this during Oktoberfest. Well, that's the only time. I mean, that's the time to go to Germany, right? I mean, it's an, right. it's an excuse to, to otherwise, you know, go somewhere that you might want to go. But now the, the NFL and your favorite team being there gives you the, the excuse to say, honey, we're going to Germany this year. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's wow. okay. yeah. It made a movie about that, man. Come on now. What's that? You got to get past the gulp. You got to turn the shoe sideways about Oktoberfest. Yeah. And road Was it uh, Road Trip Euro or something like that? Euro no, Road it Trip? Was, it, was, it was something about... Um, you sure it wasn't Euro Road Trip? I don't know why I have that. European idea. Vacation? No. It's a, it's a beer movie. Somebody, oh. somebody in the stream knows. Beer Fest? Yeah, Beer Fest. That's it. Okay. That's it. Beer made a movie about them. Yeah, but uh, it didn't involve uh, Eagle guys, fans going there. No. <laughs> those are the Broken Lizard guys. Those are the guys who made um, Highway. Oh, geez. Why can't I remember this name? Man, what is going on? We can't remember anything. Super no, Troopers. I know. They made Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. 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 Super Troopers is hilarious. <laughs> like hey, 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 look at this. Look look at Dom, Dom Lewis. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good, man. You know, he, he, he slew to you, bro. Eitan, he's watched you grow up from a, a wee little lad. No, it doesn't have anything now you're to do with the majority report, though. The episode doesn't. No, I'm talking about Dom Lewis on the stream. What did he say? He's talking to the stream again, Eitan. He's totally not dialed into <laughs> us. And now he's addressing Dom Lewis. And the listeners on Sports Map are like, who in the world is Dom Lewis? No. So you gotta you gotta put it up there, Shan. I don't know what you're talking about. What what comment? That a story about you working out made me realize how long I've been a fan following your career. 
is all on C. Oh, I thought you were talking about minority. I saw him say sounds like minority report. I was like, no, nah, Dom, it's not really. And that's probably me doing a but bad description of it. Salute to you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Dom. Look at that. See, I'm trying to I'm trying lifelong to lifelong fan. Now. No, look, there see who's thing. And and Dom, you are one that I appreciate tremendously for putting that up there because and this is the same for Barrett, it's the same for Harry, it's the same for John McMullen, Jody McDonald, Dan Cilio on, on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Same for Asman, anybody. Where you can't keep doing stuff if there's nobody to follow, if there's nobody to to be there, if there's no person or a group of people that you can say and say, "Way we we do have an audience. We do have people that are going to follow us." And it helps, man. It helps significantly. And, and honestly, we don't charge anything like that. This is all free. But I think that. Sometimes all of us, and I'm not just saying us three, I think it's it's human nature at times to just come through, do the job, and kind of take it for granted that there are people like Dom and others who have followed me for a while, who have followed Barrett for a while, who have followed Harry in the city for over 20 years or at least close to close it. Close to it. Yeah. yeah. Jody Mack, they'll oh, follow yeah. him and listen to him in close to 30 years. Fan. Yes. Yeah. Barrett, you know, getting to must-watch TV following a football game so that they can have some sense of balance and positivity after another Eagles loss. <laughs> We're going to get used to that last year, yeah. Them. I'm telling you, you I guarantee you, Barrett, that there are people in this city that are sitting there with their sons and daughters after an Eagles game and say, you know, I remember when he was here that one year. I remember when the Eagles drafted that guy because Eagles fans pay attention to every single possible thing that happens. Right. And if they can connect it to some every detail, current, yeah. they will. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, even you do even play action real. And, and, you know, those guys came in to, to, to IG yesterday and pubbed our, our show, man. On, I on, saw on that. IG. Who man, that's that's great Instagram. work by them, yeah. man. Great work. I appreciate you guys, man. Play action, Penguin Real. AZ. Penguin AZ, those on guys. On their own IG. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah, not, amazing. It is, man. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I, I'm making sure I was interacting with them, man. I'm like, this is really cool. I appreciate it, guys. Definitely appreciate it. Yep. Chipotle, by the way, is under fire. For what for this hiking, time? For hiking menu prices by roughly 4%. Uh -oh. See, we got on Jacob. So, so is that where Asman is? He's marching in the streets <laughs> in Houston against Chipotle raising prices? Well, there's one of two ways of thinking here. It's either that Chipotle has raised their menu prices 4% to cover the increase of minimum wage, or it's they've hiked it 4% to cover the $22 million bonus that their CEO got last year. Ah. It, now it could be one or the other, but those yeah. are the two million dollar bonus. Yes. Twenty two million. Those are the two competing theories right now. As far as why, here's what I know: is that there is only one victim in all of this, and that's Jake. Mm -hmm. No question. No bigger no victim than Jake, right? And he'll take that. It's an honor for him to take that because he'll do it for the average guy. That's what he's. He thinks he's working for the average guy. How much money would Asman save? Uh, if he learned to make all this stuff himself, right at home, gotta be. Oh, I mean, you you think he spends what? He spends at at least fourteen bucks every day going for breakfast. I mean, per, going per for lunch, lunch. Per, yeah. per lunch. Yeah, yeah. Now you can buy all that stuff that he has right there for twenty bucks and prepare it for for four days. Right. So he'll save himself about 50, 60 bucks if he did it that way. 
Plus, he'd have the enjoyment of making the food. Right. Which Barrett can tell you, it's a, it's a unbelievable. It's a labor right. of love. Right. You put I mean, you a get lot of blood, it. sweat in that. Right. Yeah. And you make it to your taste. Right. And that guac your taste. tastes better because you oh, know you made yeah. it. No question about that. Yeah. No question about that. He saved himself so much money. But you know what? He's not going to do that. And no. that's what he could do on his YouTube channel, too. He could make the guacamole, the Asmund guacamole. People would watch that. I would. That'd be much watch TV. I have to watch it. I definitely will watch it. Wait yeah. a second. Wait a second. You're telling me that's must watch TV? Making yes. guac? Asmund making guac. Asmund making guac. Yes. And him talking through the, the recipe. This is because he can't watch. stop talking. This is hey. must watch television. Mother. <laughs> Eagles, Eagles all around. That's must watch television. Agreed. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I guess we can make a show. Like, why is he local? That? Is that guy local? Uh, he has to be. Yeah, he has to be. How can we figure out who this guy is, man? How can we get in touch We've with given him? that guy more publicity <laughs> than he deserves. He's probably Dude. verified on Twitter, that SOB. Because yeah, of us. So. Yeah. I would think so at this point. Oh, my goodness, man. I would definitely think so. Now, we John have, uh, Shelton on the stream says, I am not watching Asman make guac. <laughs> but can you imagine his presentation, how he's talking about it? I know. Now, if, 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 if they were doing this, I'd do it this way. And right. this is why I'm going to do it. Maybe they need to do it the way I do it. <laughs> Can you see them oh. talking themselves through it? <laughs> so you're you're saying that Asman needs to make some sort of like deep dive into what's gone wrong with the Chipotle guac and how you can make it on your like a life hack. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Instead of just being a hack, it could be a life hack. Correct. Yes. Now, this is how I would do it. And maybe they need to take notes on how I do it so it'll make it theirs better. Mm -hmm. Now, he'd be comparing his to theirs. How long you, you could do it. a blind taste test with right. Ron Culver? <laughs> yep. Boy, I'm almost afraid to look if that guy is real and on Twitter and verified because at that point, Harry might just walk off the set. I, right, 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 right. I am done. <laughs> I've had enough of this. Yeah, I've, I'm, a, I'm officially retired. I am out. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. All right, we got to hear some more from Joel Embiid, and Jeff Parles is going to join us as well. We'll take a quick one on the network. It's the middle. Philly Voice, or pardon me, uh, Jacob Media YouTube page. Stay tuned for that. The Don't Jacob jump Media the gun. YouTube page, I know. Uh, as well as, as you know, sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to steersnacks.com. We're live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. Tough lawyer for a tough town. It is the middle. All right, here's some uh, more Embiid. Joel, how happy are you for Shake Milton and what he did? And how did he kind of hang in there through some struggles to have a big moment like this when you guys needed him? Uh, I mean, uh, for some reason, I felt like he was going to need it. So before the game, I told him that uh, uh, he should to get ready. Uh, but, you know, you know, I love all these guys. and He's one of them. And, you know, I believe in all of them uh, because I – I want to, I want to win it all, and I'm gonna need them uh, to do so. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm extremely happy for him. Uh, but you know, uh, he's only series is only one one. Uh, there's nothing to really be happy about. Uh, you just gotta, you know, uh, try to go over there, and, you know, win both and take one at a time. There is, I, I can't tell if he's just by nature this way 
or if he's truly as a professional being able to hide his emotions because he's saying the right thing. He's acting the right way. It seems natural to me. It mm-hmm. seems so natural that he's like, look, man, I can't celebrate anything right now. We're only at one, only one, one, one. And you know, the entire city wanted him to be like, we were in this, we got this on like he, he, and I just don't know if that's his personality. Yeah. I think it is what it is. He's very measured in that way, but yeah. yet he's such an emotional player. It's sort yeah. of, it's sort of, like counterintuitive you think that he would be he wouldn't be so measured in his comments right he's just you know he's he's one of those likable guys that you know you could take out to the bar and you know you'd have great time with him he's like an old but, soul too yeah you know but, but you know but when it's time to talk take care of business he's ready to take care of business he understands what he needed to do he's done everything in his progression of a ball player that you want a ball player to do. He's taking mm-hmm. his game to another level. Yep. Remember when he first got in the league, you know, was, uh, everything was a question on, you know, him being too, too immature. silly or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immature. And now he's changed that. He understood if he hit his free throws, that he could probably add 12 more points to his score. Mm-hmm. He's done that. I mean, he's taken the steps to be a great player. He is now one of the most dominant forces, if not the most dominant force in the NBA right now. Yeah. And that kind of development that you just described so well, Barrett, leaves me so frustrated with number 25. <laughs> it goes back to it. It always does. It does. Because it if he to. can do it, why can't the other guy? Right. But when you say development, let's not act like there isn't any development with Simmons. He didn't there- come in as a lockdown number one defender in the NBA. Yes. He is right. now. You're right. You're absolutely right. right. And again, I'm not saying he did you're come in the league. providing balance. Right. My fault. But no, oh, you're fine, Barrett. But he did come in the league as a facilitator, Correct. one of the best facilitators. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So he only expanded on one aspect of his game. That's and we just talk about seven aspect, Barrett. Well, so is so is hitting free throws. Yeah. So is becoming a dominant force in the NBA. So does uh understanding that he has to be more professional. Well, on and off the court, he has to go and change his diet. He has to make sure that he's in shape, making sure he can play 36 minutes a game. Ben Those are all things he worked on. I'm talking about Embiid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought Embiid was- used to be out of shape. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, he's in Embiid, great shape now. Absolutely. I, I think you can see the, the work ethic in there. I, I thought you were saying as far as uh, Simmons was shape. Well, Simmons, he came in. He always came in his shape. He always, you know, could facilitate. He made a made himself a better defensive player. That aspect of the game, yes, he's he's thriving at that. But look how many aspects that Embiid improved in. Well, Embiid is just a better basketball player than everybody on the planet right now, except for maybe or definitely Kevin Durant. And I mean, you can argue on offense, Jokic. Jokic, yeah. That, that's really it. I yeah. Mean, that's yeah. It. Look now to your point though. And, and really, I, I know, Harry, just give me one sec. I just yeah. want to respond. We can completely change the topic or wherever you want to go. But I was going to say, like, look at Jokic. The NBA does not put that much emphasis on defense as a whole. Yeah. A guy who was clearly lesser on D than MB. Now, look, we talked to many MVP voters, some that you didn't even think voted for the MVP on the show. And they all told you that the big thing with Embiid is that he's not going to get votes because he didn't miss his games. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I think there's a different conversation. That's all I'm saying, Harry, before we go, is there's a different conversation between him being the MVP and him being the best player in the NBA. I still think mm-hmm. it's Kevin Durant. but Yeah, I, I would say it's Kevin Durant, but I'd say Embiid's number two. 
It's fair. Yeah, uh, as far I, as no best argument. player. Yeah. No argument. I was just going to go with the Sixers Hawks. Does the line give you reason for pause, Aton, in game three? I see it at two. one and a half. It was two and a half this morning. It's Look, one it's, and a half. See, this is why I didn't take it. Mm. It's because I said when he get there, that, that when they go down to Atlanta, because Atlanta's at home, they're going to take this. Sixers no. are favored, but Sixers they're only favored, favored by one and a half. But and you guys fine. always taught me that, you know, you, you at least get three points, two and a half, three points for being at home. No, that's football. No, that's football. football. Oh, okay, then. Yeah. All right, football. all right. Uh, NBA, you have to look at two and three. Those are the two key numbers, right? Because that's the possession. So mm-hmm. two, three, five, six, and then anything really like nine plus is where you start to look at those numbers. I think personally, my friend, that, uh, yeah, it is down to one and a half. My wow. friend. Look, my friend. My friend. So I, what does that mean? What does that mean? Tell me what it means. It means that people people looked at the Hawks at two and a half, and they said, really? Split? Back home, I mm-hmm. get points absolutely, and they pour and they pour on the Hawks, and that moves the line back towards zero. I think personally that by June eleventh, seven thirty at night, which is my God, we have to wait two more days for this thing. I thing. know, I know. I think this might be down to a pick'em, Harry. Whoa, oh, man! It's moved a point in one day. Yeah. Now, what happens though is that people start to create windows, Barrett, where. They look at this and say, okay, I'll take the Hawks at two and a half. And they and try to middle the Sixers, it. Sixers, right, to get to yeah. zero, take the Sixers, and just hope that it's a two-point game. Yeah, they, they want this Friday-Sunday uh, TV, right? Because right. that's why they waited until Friday. Oh. They could legitimately play Thursday, but they're going to go Friday because they want Friday-Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's a big part of that. Um, Learning all the time, brothers. Learning all the time. Well, look, here's another thing, too. I, you know, we have to travel, we have to factor in how this team plays off of multiple days rest. And it hasn't been good. They, they came out against Washington, remember, flat. Mm-hmm. They won the game, but they came out really flat following that long layoff against the Wizards. Guess what happened in game one following that long layoff after beating the Wizards against the Hawks? They came out really flat. Yep. Yep. So this is where I think travel and how they play with an extended rest, because it's going to be what three days rest. That's uh, where that's where I think you have to factor. Wednesday, like, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, look, th- this is something like I love the Hawks in the first quarter. Absolutely love Atlanta in the first quarter. I think you can get away. I like the under in the first quarter and the Hawks in the first quarter. That's where I think you can get really good value with Atlanta as this thing. Moves. It's already down to one, Harry. That's one now. Wow. Just dropped to one here. Yep. Look, for the people that don't believe me, if you can yep. see it, I'm sorry if you can't, but I yeah, asked you to watch. So look at that. As we were saying what's going on, right? We were that moving is. and this line was still moving. I mean, did the Philly Godfather just put a suitcase? I think he, I think he put a suitcase on the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we should get him on, by the way. The rooster actually went to the window for him. Is that right? Yeah. Well, uh, PGF may not be able to go to many windows anymore. That's true. Right? That's true. So he's got to have a problem. That's why he wears those glasses. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> that, just, that just means that uh, they're trying to factor in the Magic City and the players going down when they fly uh-huh. down the storm at Magic City yep. getting a mistake. Yeah, Lou Williams. Or the, will be yeah, or, or the wings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lou Williams. <laughs> Lou will take Joel in there. He'll take Tobias. Your boy, Shake. Yeah, they yeah. have some great wings. Get them all winged up. That's right. 
<laughs> you know, not like me last night or the Dallas wings ruining my perfect night. <laughs> I was not winged up by any means. I might go right back to it, man. Screw this. Hey, man, sometimes you got to do that, man. If you're drunk, man, you got to drink one more drink in the morning time to get you off that hangover, bro. All right, speaking of which, I went right back, by the way, tonight to the under, and I went right back to the under four and a half. I'm going to live and die on this total with the Bruins and the Islanders. The Islanders, yeah. yeah plus 180 for under four and a half goals. So I I'm going to jump in on that. Wow. Uh, I'm going to hit you with a couple of long shots really quick before we break. Hopefully, Jeff Parles is going to join us. I'm going to go in order of value, all right? You tell me uh, where you, what you really like. Here, here's what we'll do, Harry. You say like, love, or hate. All right. right? Alex Noren, plus 140, top 20. Um, like. Luke List, plus 275, top 20. He's got the course record at Congaree. Like. Sepp Straka. Oh, the Straka. Oh, I chef. had to go to Straka. The yeah, the uh, Straka. Like Straka is uh, the nickname I could see used for like Salchunas or something. Mm. Oh, the Straka. The Straka. <laughs> I'll go hate. You don't like that at all? No. Does he suck? I'm not a big Straka man. Okay. Um, ben Hung On. How do you pronounce the? Ben Hung On. Yeah, Ben On. Ben it's On. Just ben On. Ben On. Okay, I didn't know. If yeah, I like that. Well, I, here's the value, though. Plus 450, top 20. Ooh, yeah. Yes, this is exactly kill, marry, bleep, but it's just like, love, or hate. Right. Yeah, so far, you have, you only hated Straka. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of Straka. Norlander is plus 550. Wow. 20, and I jumped in on that. Did you? Yes. I'm and not a big fan more. of that. So what do you do? Love, like, or hate? I'll go hate. What about Rowenski plus 275? Richie Rowenski? Yes. Yeah, I go like that. James Hahn, last one, plus 450. Yeah. No? I'm out, I'm out on the Hanster. That's a hate? <laughs> I said I'm out on it. <laughs> well, I can't hate him. He's Asian. Like, you can't have any Asian hate. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We're back in three. <laughs> Jeff Parles. Fair enough. I'm not trying to get you in any trouble here with the stream or anywhere else. We're trying to get you verified. All right? Oh. We don't have to scrub any tweets before the verification process. That's all. That is it. Uh, I'm already in trouble. What happened? Well, of course, I'm going to get something about the fishnet. Fishnet. <laughs> Biker shorts. Uh-oh. Did you get a text? <laughs> no, I didn't, man, but I probably will. Hey, you know, like it's it's fine. You've, we all had lives beforehand, you know? <laughs> Lucas Glover's a member at this place. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, look, that's why the that's why the value is on Han though. Han's at plus four fifty. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not taking guys at minus one ten or plus one. No, no, I know. I, I take all plus money guys too. Yeah, these are big long shots. Yeah, but Doc Redmond's a pretty good long shot. Okay, I like the doctor. Hey, see, you don't remember this movie. Hey, you're talking to the doctor. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. Why Why do I remember that? Hey, come on. You're talking to the doctor. You don't remember that? Yeah. Why do I remember that? Where, where was that from? <laughs> you are going to hate yourself. I know. When you find out the movie that it is. Oh. It almost sounds like you're doing Arthur Fonzarelli at that. No, 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 no. Part no, of no. that. Hey, 
No. <laughs> Not Fontanelli. Uh, the actor's name was, I'm going to find out who it is. I got to find out who the guy's name is. He's famous. I think he was in Mr. Robot as well. But come on. You're talking to the doctor. You don't remember that? Yeah. Why do I remember that? See, Dom Lewis really does know me. Dom Lewis really has been following me forever. The mask. Yes. It's the second bad guy. Stoltz? No, it's not. Um, it, it's like Peter Green is the main bad guy's name, right? Peter Green is the main bad. You've seen him in a bunch of stuff, right? Pulp Fiction, The Mask, a bunch mm. of different things. Um, his main number two guy, I guess his nickname was The Doctor. So mm. when he kept asking him, like, hey, can you blow that safe up in the bank? Come on. You're talking to the doctor. <laughs> Jeez. How do you wow. not remember that? Now, do we don't have odds on the hat. Yes, his first name was Reg. Good call, Dom. Anybody going to go check out A Quiet Place Park 2? No. no. That's a horror went, flick, right? Yeah, my daughter went and saw it. Yeah. Like it? Did she see the first one? She didn't see the first one. Well, then why didn't she see the first one? Uh, she had to take her clients out there. His name is Freeze. Reg E. Kathy. He's no longer with us. He passed away in 2018. Man. This is the middle on the sports You're talking to the doctor. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Look at that. The Auto Parts Here's oh. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. And we are joined by Jeff Parles. Book it sports. At Book It HQ on Twitter, at Jeff Parles on Twitter as well. Uh, Joey B has been on vacation for God knows how long. Yeah, he's been in Hawaii. Nobody has set up the hat odds, but I'm going to take a quick little jump and assumption here. Mays and Brooks or Brooks and Mays, not Brooks and Dunn. Not Brooks and Dunn, huh? Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Jeff Parles couldn't care less. That he doesn't have hat odds to answer to today. I just have that. I think that's why Parles ducked us last week mm -hmm. was because he was sick and freaking tired of having to address the stream on what hat he wore. Yeah, I don't blame him. No, never, I don't. Either. Never, never. And I will say, uh, I, I imagine Joey B is still uh, sleeping in Hawaii right now. Uh, I think there was definitely some incentive to put a hat that he would have had totally mispriced on today to at least uh, at least not have to embarrass him on a mispriced uh, on mispriced odds like he usually does. So, uh, so I hope Joey B's having a great vacation. Uh, I would imagine he's drinking so uh, drinking some sort of pina colada esque drink in Hawaii if he's awake right now. So uh, way to set the tone, man. You you got him off your back, bro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got to ask you, Amazing, did you right? cash on the Vegas Golden Knights last night? So, no, I did not. The uh, The fun part about that was, Harry, I was doing the VEASAN show with Tim Murray last night. Mm -hmm. And we were we do we do the show from the new casino on, on Fremont Street, uh, Circa, the giant sports books right behind us. They had plus... 7.45 on Vegas to win the game going into the third period last wow. night. And Tim Murray, as we were coming back from break, uh, or going going into our reset at the top of the hour that we have to do, asked me, do you want it? And I said, 
No way. And not even five minutes after that, Vegas had tied the game and won the game in overtime, obviously. So wow. incredible win for what them. What a series. And yeah. Look, they have outplayed Colorado now. They outplayed them two, three, four, win game five when really Colorado outplayed them for the majority of that game. And look, uh, when Flurry's played, VGK's pretty clearly been the better team in this series. So, mm-hmm. uh, an opportunity to close them out just uh, about uh, about twelve miles from my apartment here at T-Mobile, and uh, we'll see if they get it done on Thursday. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> I think right now, if uh, can you get any good futures on this series left? If you like Colorado, you can get them three to one. It's not bad, right? It's not bad. I mean, they are the best team in hockey still, even though right. they, uh, even though they, they, they have not looked at the last four games. What about? All right. So, who do you like on the money line? Because w- what I would do is I would take the under five and a half tonight, and I would put that in a two-play parlay with whoever you like on the money line for Colorado and Vegas. Oh, I, I, I would lean Vegas, but again, I. I I have said all year that when Colorado is healthy, they're pretty clearly the best team. So I, I, I uh, I'm a little conflicted here. I think I probably just looking at DraftKings, uh, in your neck of the woods, Colorado's plus one twenty. That's pretty hard to pass. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. just is. What is it there again? I'm looking at DraftKings plus one twenty on Colorado to win tomorrow night. No, I'm saying what is it in Vegas? Oh, uh, let me double check what that individual price is. I know Colorado's three to one to win the series. That I right. do I know. Curious. I, I was curious how different the variable would be here at plus one twenty in Let's PA see. versus Nevada. Colorado is plus one thirty out here. There you go. So you go. that's the dime line difference. Yep. Huh. Wow. Well, I mean, they shut down McKinnon and Landeskog in the last four games. That's been huge. I mean, that that's really been the most fascinating thing of this whole thing. McKinnon, yeah. who was virtually unstoppable against St. Louis, which not really a shock, and was awesome in Game One, has done nothing for four straight games now. Yep. So, uh, a, a credit to Vegas, and and again, the only game where Vegas was really outplayed was the quick turnaround from Game Seven against Minnesota, and the game that uh, Flair didn't play Game One. It was Leonard. In game right. One. Right. Which okay. a lot of people were giving the co- the coach grief for that decision. Well, it's the same thing he did with Game One against Dallas last year in the Western Conference Final. Reverse because Leonard played in the bubble last year. Flurry played Game One. Vegas lost that game to Dallas. They couldn't come back. Uh, they've been the better team, like, like I've said, pretty clearly the last four games. All right, what do you think of the line movement thus far in this Sixers Hawks uh, Game Three? It's gone down to one, one and a half. Woo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't get with that. I can't get with that. Look, I, I think that last night was all about stabilization in this series for the Sixers. And what did they do? They stabilized the ship. Joel looks totally healthy. Even with the torn meniscus, we know he's not healthy. He looks completely fine. And the guy you have in your background was a key aspect last night, Harry. Shake was awesome in the third and fourth quarters last night. And that was why that game... Even though it got tight in the third quarter, that's why the Sixers were able to extend it out, even with the bench unit in at the beginning of the fourth quarter, to win that game pretty comfortably. I Look, Atlanta's been awesome at home. They seem to be a reasonably difficult matchup for the Sixers as well. Yeah. But if Doc does the adjustment that he did at the beginning of game two and, and keep it going with Simmons and Young, 
I don't care if Ben Simmons scores four points. I don't care if he does nothing offensively. If he shuts down Trey Young, that's all that matters in this ser- series for for, uh, for 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 the Sixers at this point. So one and a half seems awfully low, low, but it is the first home game in the series for Atlanta. So that's the only reason I would tread cautiously. Real quick, I just want to let you know, it's dropped to one here. So in the past, wow. I don't know, 12 hours, it's moved one and a half full points. Hmm. Well, I mean, look, uh, game game two moved a lot too. I mean, game two opened five, close six and a half. So right. no, no, that's... no, opened in in PA at four. Okay, and so even immediately even... moved to four. I know because Lawfy from uh, Osimo got him at four. Dave. Even better, yeah. Even be- so, look, that's, yeah, I just want to reinforce your point. That's yeah, so it's been an aggressive moving series so far. It just has been so. Uh, look again. I, I I would tread carefully, but it would not shock me one bit if the Sixers go down there, win Game Three, take control of the series back. And again, Sixers and six makes a whole lot of sense to me, even though that would mean they do have to win twice in a place where Atlanta's only lost once since the All Star break. Five man, they're, they're they're winning in five, but um, you're winning look, in five. Yeah, they're winning. Wow. Yeah, but um, I'm looking at this this Bucks and uh, Eagles All Star game. Is, is, is it over? Is it over now? Is it over? The Nets Buck series is over. Yes, it's over. Damn. It's just a matter of can Milwaukee get one or one one game at home, uh, which if they're going to get it, they better get it tomorrow night. And if they they're don't, three point favorites. Yeah. yeah. Well, so game two's betting line was one of the most illogical betting schemes I think I can remember. Yep. Because James Harden played about ninety seconds in game one, and Brooklyn was fully in control the whole way. Mm-hmm. You want to tell me that Harden being out and playing 90 less seconds than he did in game one indicates a Brooklyn close, what, four, four and a half in game yeah. one, indicates a seven-point move, which was what it ended up being out here. I loaded up on Brooklyn plus two and a half and plus 110 on a money line. I took that plus 110 earlier than uh, the two and a half because the two and a half, it ended up getting the plus 115, plus 118 in some spots out here. That was completely illogical. And wow. look, look, guys, there are a few teams in, in professional sports that you know are spineless. And the Milwaukee Bucks, you, I think, are pretty close to being in that category <laughs> if they're not already there. Uh, and they have been, they were spineless in the first two games. If you're going to beat Brooklyn, you got to beat them when they don't have all three guys, which they may not have all three guys at any point in this postseason. Hard, we think Harden's going to come back. But who knows? Hamstrings are, are difficult, as we know. So, they don't even need them. I don't think they do. No. I, I think it's uh look, I think it's a very difficult matchup for Philly, even if he doesn't come back. And I don't think anyone in the West is capable of beating Brooklyn in the seven game series. Brooklyn is so so good and they move yeah. the ball. Look, I'll give Nash credit. There's one area that I think Nash has really been able to maximize with this offense. And other than that, I don't I don't think he's doing anything different than you or me or Barrett or Harry would do on the sideline. But they've really reinforced moving the ball. And Kyrie and Kevin Durant and James Harden as well could easily take the game over and drop 50 and say, all right, you guys do some stuff. But the extra passes allow Joe Harris – the extra passes allow Blake Griffin. These guys are getting open looks from three, and I don't know how you stop that. They're well, the problem. Yep. I mean, I mean, if they're making their shots, you have no chance of stopping it. And 
I, I think the biggest thing that we all collectively probably, I don't want to say forgot, but at least underestimated is when Kevin Durant is healthy, Kevin Durant's the best offensive player in the world. Yep. And we've seen that yep. in these first two games. He's fully healthy again. No one can guard him. He's six, he's seven feet tall and is one of the five best shooters on the planet. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you're not guarding them. You really, again, this is why there's so, it's going into the playoffs. I gave the Sixers a realistic chance to beat Brooklyn in a seven game series. And now I have, I have really pulled off of that just because even with Simmons trying to guard him or Thibault trying to guard him, doesn't matter. You're not getting, you're not getting four bad performances from Durant that you need in order to beat them in the best of seven. Hey, Jeff, uh, from a gambling perspective, how significant is the Utah home court? Ah, uh, it was pretty significant in the second half, I would say, last yeah, night. Yeah, but um, I mean, like on a historical, is there any – I'm not asking you to oh, know I, off I, top I, of your head, I, but I it's got to be. I don't know historical-wise, but look, it just – that's one of those where raucous crowd, small market, there is elevation in Salt Lake City, obviously. Right. All the eyes go to Denver because it's mile high. Salt Lake's not quite that high. But it is pretty high. But look, I, I will say this with last night's game, though. And I, I forget who made the point on Twitter, and it was actually a very astute point. Probably me. <laughs> might have been. Might have been. But you hate Twitter, though. So I can't, I don't Not know more. if you, I, I don't know if you can make astute uh, points on there. Make comment on, on my feelings towards Twitter. <laughs> What's Twitter? I've never heard of it. But, but look, the Clippers just quick turnaround. 48-hour turnaround from Game 7 against Dallas, where second half they dominated, but it is still a Game 7. It's a high-stress situation. You're going on the road against the rest of the team that was the best team in a regular season in the NBA in Utah. The Clippers were capable of playing 26 good minutes last night, and that's what they did. And then Utah was capable of four, playing 40 good minutes, and that was the difference in the ball game. And, look – you're not going to – that team is too good of a shooting team to play as poorly as they did offensively in the first half. 21 missed shots in a row by Utah, and they wow. still managed to find a way to win the game. And also that game last night had all sorts of ridiculous beats too, guys. If you had Utah at three and a half before Connolly got out, yeah. you it, it's one of those where it's an aggravating beat because you had the wrong side for a good chunk of the game, but you were up 10 with four minutes to go. You're supposed to cover three and a half. And if you had a late total at like 221 and a half or 222, that last possession, if you had a, it wouldn't wouldn't work for uh for for Aton or, or Baird because they don't have any hair, but you'd be pulling your hair out uh off of that last possession because you should have won that over if you had 221 and a half once it got to 112, 109 with three possessions left in the game. Now I'll give you the back end of that. I think you're a thousand percent accurate where that's just a brutal beat how the total ends. You you don't win everything, and Correct. a lot of times you just try and get and you just try and make your money back. A lot of times you just try and work for the push or you work for a hedge, and you win. That's a bonus, right? So my personal response would be not to you, but to people like that in in the buck or part of me in that game last night pre flop thinking that Conley could play. I think at that point you you have to cut your loss and you immediately hedge. You as soon as Mike Conley's out, you knew that line was wrong. You just right. get it. So I think at that point, you t you have to eat it and say, I'm not going to be plus tonight, but I sure as hell I'm not going to be minus. Yeah, but the only problem is, though, you would have, you could have, if you got in too late and you screwed around, 
and you ended up with Utah minus three and a half and Clippers plus two and a half. You got middle last night if you if you did if you didn't okay. get on it quickly enough. Let me be clear. You're hundred yeah. percent right. What what I okay, so my point of is, and I put a tweet out even when they were down early in the first, Utah, that line moved to Utah plus three and a half. Yes, I I I, I did bet that at the end of the first quarter last that's, night. Thank yeah. you. That's what I meant yeah. specifically, and thank you for making it clearer here, is because that's where I think you jump in and say, All right, let's see how this team plays without Conley. Oh, okay, down after one, getting three and a half at home. That's where I think the hedge is. That's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, and look, that was last night. Uh, I I took that in game just because at that point they had missed 18 straight shots and were only down seven. It was just one of those where, all right, the regression's coming to the positive side. They're too good of an offensive team to shoot uh, 22% in the first half, and they're definitely not missing double-digit shots in a row at any point in this game. So, Jeff, hold on. Good win for Utah. We're going to break on the network, Sports Map Radio, still live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. It is the middle. It, it was, you know, I, I think tonight, uh, how do you approach tonight? For for Denver and Phoenix? I, I Look, I, the line is, is big. I understand that. I probably wouldn't even touch that until the game starts. But I don't see Phoenix losing this game. So if I could work a money line play in with maybe something else, like the under five and a half in the hockey game, I, I feel pretty good about that. I will say, uh, again, trying to recapture, to, to change it real quick on you there, yeah, the, uh, the to recapture the magic of my hockey run earlier in the year, I like the Islanders to close this thing out tonight. Tuca's clearly compromised, and he is going to start tonight for Boston, mm-hmm. according to what Cassidy said this morning. And that place... In Uniondale, the, the Coliseum is going to legitimately be on fire with how loud that crowd's going to be all the way through. And if Tuca gives up a softy early, look out. And the Islanders have gotten every sort of break so far. They've yeah. needed this postseason. But I think it continues at least for one more night. Uh, so I like the Isles. If you're getting, you're getting a plus price there. I like that a lot more of the two games that are in action tonight. Phoenix-Denver's tough. Because I expect Denver to at least be more competitive in this game than they were in the second half. But Phoenix is just a lot better than the Nuggets are. So and that's a really tough one. That's one of those, if Denver gets down early and you're getting double digits in-game, maybe you take a shot on Denver plus double digits in-game. Maybe that's the way you go with it tonight. Yeah, and I didn't really like the uh, idea of the Bruins coach calling out the officials. Yeah. Well, what do that's, you want? That never, get, okay, that never look, works look, well. Look, it works look, in the Gary. NBA. It doesn't work in the NHL. No, not in the NHL. Look, 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 look guys, you know this with, with, with Boston teams especially. Uh, th- their teams never commit penalties, even though that Bruin team legitimately commits a penalty on every single play. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody you like in the golf tournament this week? Uh <laughs> Man, did you did anyone on here have John Rahm last week? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that no, was, at least the books paid that off, which which well, is good. not out here. Not out here. Some if places you, you, did. It was a loser out here everywhere. Yeah. Except for it cashed, Hill. Hill in it cashed in Jersey. Yeah, no, and all the that was a classic new old split. New jurisdictions paid it out, old jurisdictions, mm-hmm. except for William Hill, uh, was the only one out here who paid it out. Well, that's uh, much better than fan look. I don't have a problem with that. I think that should be is the site you need from we I think that should be the case with, with COVID. But I have a problem with one book, an FD book, if you will, giving back bets because James Harden got hurt. 
19, 17 seconds into that game. That's life, man. That's wow. that sucks. I think well, for I, batters. I, right. I, 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 I do. I do agree with you on that one for sure. I look, they, look, you're right. That's one of those where, again, it's all marketing. We know it's all marketing when, when, when a decision is made uh, to refund the bet. Rom, look, Rom was going to win that tournament. Harry, what do you think? Rom was going to win that tournament about eight shots with the way that was going. Yeah, I'd I say mean, seven, eight shots. I yeah. mean, he was clearly winning that tournament. Uh, but look, I mean, like, like, like you said, hey, Dad, it just you can't. They should not be paying that out. That's Jeff Parle saying that they should not have been paying out that James Harden injury. Like, uh, real quick, uh, I'll leave you with this, my friend. Worst beat of the week: Kyrie Irving under three and a half threes in that game two. They're up by twenty-seven points with nine forty to go in the fourth. Irving bangs a three. Okay, we're at three immediately at the nine oh two mark in the same minute in which they're now up by thirty. Irving bangs his four three. I had it. I was not uh, happy. Durant over 32 and a half was every bit as bad, though. Well, okay. But you knew he was going to sit with the blow. <laughs> you, know, you, you are right. Over you know he was not going to play in the fourth. But that's still that's still pretty brutal. Put are you looking bottom. for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put on Book It. All right, it's overtime. Wow. See, Book It Sports, Jeff Parles is in the house. Sorry, Jeff. Didn't mean to pull a Barrett on. Oh your no, you're ball. good. You get you get you got you got you got you got to hit the uh, you got to hit the out. Yeah, I got to hit the hard out. I know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you real quick because uh, I know a lot of people want to win money here, and it's not just betting. Oh, I'm gonna give you the. Uh, no, I shouldn't be doing this because the more people that finish first, the less of the payout that will be. But in the 500k shoot around tonight that everybody's running in DraftKings throughout the playoffs. I'm going to give you the 100K winning lineup. You ready? It's captain mode. There's only one game, so you have to play captain mode or on FanDuel. I don't play FanDuel, but you can do the MVP pro star stuff. But captain mode, are, are you all familiar with this? No. Yes, I am. I'm not. Okay. So DraftKings, as you know, fantasy, like FanDuel and other spots, you in basketball, you create a lineup. And you pick throughout of all the games. Well, mm -hmm. if there's only one game, or if you just want to choose one game, do it in football all the time. You you go showdown mode, which is basically choosing players that are only in this specific game. Well, there's only one NBA game tonight, so everybody's playing showdown mode. And in showdown mode, you pay a little extra for your captain on salary, right? Because everything is salary. 50000 you have to work in for, what, six guys. Right. So you pay a little extra for a captain, but he gets you back one and a half points. Ah. points. So that's the trade-off. And then you just roster five guys in your salary. So this is all about math, right? Working top guys in and, and not. So I'm going to give you the 100K lineup right here. You ready? Yeah. Jokic as your captain. Michael Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. Chris Paul. Devin Booker. So you've got four guys that are at the top. Now you have to work smaller guys in here. Paul Millsap at 2,600 
as a former all-star who is leading that second unit in scoring is a steal. And then we see Cam Johnson at 3,000. He's going to get minutes. Hmm. He's just going to get minutes out there. So I just need like 15 minutes, 15 points, like a, a point per minute type fantasy performance from Cam Johnson. And there you have it. That's wow. going to win you some money tonight. All right. I stake it right here. I feel as confident about this lineup as Jeff Parles does on the ice. <laughs> All right. No issue with it. No. No issue with it. If you really want to have some fun, and I'll leave you with this thought here. If you just wanted to go based on, like, guns blazing mode, I, I put Tony Craig as your captain. Yes. Tory Craig. Pardon me. I couldn't Tory Tory Krug. Krug. Take yeah. Tory Krug. As your captain, you're only going to spend 3300 total with the captain inflation. And now what that means is you can work everybody else in your lineup. You got to get Marshand in there. Who? Marshand. I'm talking about Tory Craig on you're the – Tory Craig on the uh, – on, on I thought you were talking about the Bruins, Tory Krug. <laughs> no, I think that's hilarious. You're talking about Tory Craig. They're two different people, Harry. Oh, my God. Look, that's I'm amazing. focused on the hockey game. I know it. I know it. <laughs> No, you run Tory Craig in your lineup, Michael Porter Jr., DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Jokic. See, if you run Craig as your captain, you can run all the other big names in there. So those are your two lineups. I'm done wow. giving away money, all right? I'm tired giving away money like this. It's exhausting giving away cash money like this. <laughs> Seriously. Unbelievable. I've been I've been on this website, uh, Gazillions Entertainment. They're showing all these great actresses from the 80s movies and what they look like now. I'm a little distracted. Well, should we share this? Demi Moore looks fantastic at 58. Tracy Lords at 53 looks wow. tremendous. Does she really? Yes. Tra oh, Tracy Lords. I thought you were talking about the what's her the woman's name who created the Simpsons way oh. back when. Tracy. I'm not sure. Uh, the Tracy Ullman? Ullman, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know that she looks all that good today. I, I imagine that there isn't anybody that looks better than Jennifer Aniston, right? Uh, she, yeah. She, she looks better Courtney than Cox she, looks good, too. What's the name of this site? It's uh, Gazillions. I found it on Twitter. <laughs> A little distracted. Gazillions.com. At, at Entertainment. At, at Entertain Gaz is the Twitter feed. All right, this is not Gazillion Ear, the song no. by the famous MF Doom, who is no longer with us, right? No. Okay, just no. making sure. I'm making sure that you're not over there listening to a little Doom. No, no, no. Jeff can get down a little MF Doom. No? All right, maybe not. Do you have, as we look at tonight, all right, and then kind of into the future here, mm -hmm. We have any plays. We need something on the diamond. All right. I need I need uh, to get something here. Why? The Phillies, the we, we Phillies do? Action tonight. We do. Exactly. We do. I guarantee you Jeff has like three or four good plays tonight on the diamond. He just didn't think that he could bring it up, even though Barrett would love to talk some baseball. No, not hardly. Even Barrett's I, out. I, I'm, looking, I'm looking right, at right, it. Right. And first, at first glance, is there's nothing I like. I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta's what twenty nine, twenty nine. I don't know. Maybe, maybe look. Maybe you take the Mets on the road at 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 at, at Baltimore, only laying a dollar thirty against Matt Harvey, who's horrible now. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't really like anything. Brewers had a big win in Cincinnati last night, plus money. I know because I hit it. 
Yeah, I it just Sonny Gray got embarrassed right now. Oh, come on, man. One, two, three. Misery. Third. Braves fills. All right. Bryce Harper is back. Was that not the easiest thing to call, by the way? You talk about a slump buster, and you can define that term any way you want. All right. <laughs> slump buster can be defined any possible way. Oh, man, I'm in a slump. I need to bust this slump. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it may be busting a hump to get out of that slump. I get it. <laughs> or a rump, for that matter. But. You had a guy in Drew Smiley who was mm. just like the living embodiment of a home run ball. Oh, for his meatballs. It was just, it was perfect for Bryce Harper to come back and break out of that slump. Yeah. You guys, what, you don't like the, the Phils against the Braves tonight? Zach Eflin? Uh, no. I would. I would. I would. You know, they're, you know, they're three games under five. I think four now after that loss yeah. last night. Yep. Are, aren't yep. they four games under 500 with it when their first three guys pitch? I believe that's what their record is. Not they're three sure. games under 500 right now. But what about when, Garrett Cole tonight? When their top three guys pitch, the team's record is below 500. I think three games below or four games below 500 when the first three guys on this rotation pitch. That's they're all. over 500 with the fourth and fifth guys out there. It's crazy. All right, well, stay away. You like Garrett Cole because what? Garrett Cole's going to respond now to all the accusations yeah. that he's in the baseball. Yeah, you're going to throw a one hitter tonight. The Yankees are awful. The man. Twins. I know they are. Yeah, but, but the Yankees own the Twins, though. Yeah, that's true. How many times they have they faced them in the playoffs over the years, man? They always destroy them. Yeah. I don't know, man. Baseball. Baseball is going to have to do. I don't know if there's anything that they can do to bring me back. I really don't. Seriously. It's, yeah, not, I, it's not three hours. Of, it's three hours of mind-numbing lack of entertainment to me. I tried to even live betting it. It's tough, man. Terrible. It's tough to live bet. There's there's a big difference with it. You know, I yeah. think with, with us, at least with the Sixers, you always have these runs that are coming, at least with the Phillies, though, you know, like I think you can. One thing I would say is I think you can still apply like the no lead is safe mentality to the Phillies just because of not their bullpen being horrifically bad like last year, but their mm -hmm. defense. Oh, they're the worst. They, they could I, be the worst fielding and base running team in history. Yeah, I, I, I no. don't know why. Nobody's going down there either. No, they had. I think they had fifteen thousand the other night. It's a nice and, night. Why? Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't anybody go down to the ballpark? Well, last night it was basketball too, though. Yeah, that's true. No, but yeah, basketball. Night, it wasn't. The Monday night it was. No, but I'm saying the first night. Oh I yeah, yeah. Because it was my niece's birthday on Friday. Mm -hmm. And Friday is when they opened up a home series where that was the first day that you could have full capacity down there. Or it was like the week before you had full capacity down there and there was nobody there about it. Yeah. Uh, no Kevin, Bloom, Kevin Bloomfield is upset that Parles did not give a golf pick. Well, look, we had you on for overtime specifically today so that we can get your brain working on some picks. I gave out a couple. Harry only hated two. He was not a fan of. Straka, Straka being a top 20 finish. Sep Straka, Chief Raka, and, yeah. and Han. Wasn't that the other one? Yeah, I had a couple of guys. Yeah. Not like Han as well. 
What uh? Look, I just, what, I just what, made somebody a hundred thousand dollars with my lineup. You can give us a golf play. What um, Harry? What uh? Higo has been playing great on the yeah. European tour, hasn't I he? I have Garrick Higo at plus one eighty eight for a top twenty. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. He yeah. has been spectacular in Europe. He's tremendous. Uh, so look, I I think that I'm, I, I it's good on good on the books, but bad for us to actually have that price properly. What is uh, it? That, that would have been one of those where you could have very easily gotten the steal of a price because uh, it's a guy who'd been playing in Europe the the whole right. year. But that would be that would be the route I would go. Uh, take take a top twenty on uh, on Gary Higo. Higo. Yeah, what plus return, one though on plus one eighty one eighty eight. I know you've lost value, but that's not terrible at all. No, 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 not bad at all. I mean, I did. I would have. That's one of those where you normally see a guy coming over who's solely been playing on the Euro Tour, uh, and you probably get about three dollars on that. Right, it goes awesome on the Euro Tour. So that's that's not much of a shot that that is uh, south of two dollars, but plus one eighty eight still fine. Yep. Boy, there we see this happen all the time in radio, man. The Indiana Pacers have just made a total ass of themselves. They fired that coach, right? Yep, that Nate McMillan was the problem, and they bring in this new, fresh, spicy radio host who can't rate worth a shit, and they're wondering why they're back in the same situation that they were a year and a half ago when they fired the first host. Oh, God. They're in a worse situation now. Yes, they are, and here's the guy they fired doing okay. Yeah, that of that never made any sense. I always liked Nate McMillan. Yes, he's yeah. a good coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. You should cool. get the Atlanta job permanently. Did you guys see this? And and it was in the uh, first game when they were up by like twenty five, and they had a cut in to Nate McMillan, and he's yelling at these guys. Mm-hmm. You're not working hard enough. They're outworking you. They're outwork. He's yelling at them when they're up by twenty six, and Hubie Brown even referenced that. And then in hindsight, you look back and think, hmm. Maybe he knew something. Right. Maybe he knows his guys and they were capable of melting down the way they right. did. He was trying to prevent that. Yep. He That's saw it. Coach Barrett Brooks. That's yes, right. Sir. He saw it. You right, see things out. like that. Anything you you end the show, brother. Anything you got? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, you. Um, there's nothing to end the show about. At, the, at this point, at this point, Embiid is the guy. Embiid is the guy. Get, we need more points score from Ben. And shake, shake, shake all around. Shake, shake, shake all around. Shake it in town. That's all I want. Shake, shake, shake it all around. Shake, shake, shake it all around. Run around, around. All right. That's enough. Run around. Hunter around. I'm telling you, this is it. Shake, shake, shake. Shake all around. Shake, shake all around. Hunter on the Let Jeff go, please. Let Jeff go enjoy his day. All right, we're out of here. Jesus. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.